0: Mind in my business, so worry about your own Stick with the fast food, cause I am homegrown Boy, it's handbreaded, got to my soul Grandma's foot in it, bless her heart and soul Over your head, well, it's out of my hands You are beneath me, you don't understand Keeping it real, cause I can't help it Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Keeping it real, cause I can't help it. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Yo, what is up, what is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome back, YouTube fans, is your boy. <laughs> no, but welcome back to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast. This is kind of a special episode. It's episode 111, 111. I think that's that's kind of interesting. It's like, huh, 31s. Yeah.
1: yeah, we we made it to 31s, guys.
0: 31s. Maybe one day we'll make it to 32s. Ooh, 33s? 33s? 34s? 35s? Ooh, Maybe th- nah, Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, church, yeah. church stuff makes that actually worse than what it really is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I but then the triple sevens, shake your dice. <laughs>
1: One day we'll hit triple elevens. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, dude! Imagine, <laughs> fuck. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be something.
1: It would be crazy. Okay. Do you know what's crazy? Hmm. White Hulk.
0: Yeah. No, I, I've, I've, I've uh observed that all my life i i uh
1: from the inside looking in (laughs) i've observed these people my whole life i i am one One of of them them. every morning when you looking in the mirror yeah (laughs) yeah no i i i have my oh i think i might be too loud or maybe too close no you're good i I I
0: did the the sound check um because the 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 levels are good yeah i think i just was like in the mic yeah (laughs) but yeah like that but um, we're, we're good
1: uh where was I going? Yeah, I. Uh, they always amaze me with like some of the shit that they pull, some of the things that they do, mm-hmm. and something recently has been happening, and it's it's just a, another another circumstance of.
0: Let us know. Let us this. know. Do you have you heard about Spotwater? water? water? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't when you first told me to put that in. The Ryan sometimes will just tell me. Without context Put this in the notes We're going to talk about it on the podcast Okay So I don't know what to expect Sometimes And I didn't know But Kevin was talking to me A little bit about it Mm. And it's pretty much White people Appropriating Mexican culture
1: Yeah (laughs) Yeah It's Agua Fresca
0: (laughs) Yeah It's literally Agua Fresca And they're like We we invented it
1: (laughs) One of the funniest ones I saw Was this Orange County chick And she was like I've been making this every day for weeks now and I'm like this trend just happened like bull fucking shit you didn't you didn't think to blend your watermelon into water
0: <laughs> and I mean also it didn't just happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But,
0: but it's it's just like, come on, y'all. Yeah,
1: they just didn't know about it, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. Like I always see it happen, and it's like,
0: oh. it's something I like to call "white people want so culture so bad" phenomenon. <laughs>
1: um, what's that? Actually, I saw a video today of um, what's that one girl that hung out with like Logan Paul, like Trisha? Trisha. D- it be You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So, um, it there's a video that was going around today of her in line for KFC. And she's in, like, you know, like, to turn right into it, she's <laughs> in the left lane following the line. And there's trucks and an ambulance going. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm in the drive-thru. But that's not the funny part. My guy, she does not look white right now. <laughs>
0: No? No, (laughs) let me see if I can just pull up the... Okay, send me the picture, too, after, because I'll put it in the thumbnail. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let
1: me see, uh... Let me see... Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love when shit like that can go into a thumbnail.
1: (laughs) This is what she looks like.
0: Oh, Trisha Paytas. That's her name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what she looks like now. Look at her.
0: What's she doing? Yeah, she's very tan, but... I will say this isn't in her defense either um Mm -hmm. well in her defense she does seem to have a lot of mental issues uh but she she does do therapy I know that okay to like sort them out but she also does a lot of like stuff for attention on the internet and she like it's like an open secret that she does that like it's openly like oh she's doing this she's wilding out for attention a lot of the time oh so I shouldn't it's like a crazy mix of like all that that's just what she does online so
1: so we need to cut that last conversation because then we're just feeding
0: into this fire nah it's too late (laughs) (laughs) and we talked about her for like what a minute and a half (laughs) like i on a podcast no one really (laughs) bro we're we're no no it's gonna circulate back to us man our (laughs) career just expose her (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah they Every time. They'll be like, look at this new trend. It's like, Nick, do you mean...
1: The thing that people have been doing (laughs) for...
0: Look at this. It's so new. You mean baby hairs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You stupid idiot. (laughs) Look at these new trendy braids. Do you mean locks? Yeah. You fucking moron. (laughs) It'd
1: be one thing if it was like... (laughs) <laughs> oh, this was inspired by this culture. This was
0: inspired but they by this act like it's like, yeah, but it's like
1: brand new. I did this. Look at me. I'm an we influencer. Called,
0: I think they called ba- They were calling baby hairs like sticky hair or something like that. What the fuck? And I wanted to hair? just punch something. Aquabug villain. Sticky, sticky hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. Oh, when it becomes a hero, he's baby hair. <laughs> I love culture. Speaking of, like, internet trends, real quick, since this kind of, like, matches up with, like, the whole, like, not the whole culture vulture type stuff, but, like, just look at this new internet trend thing. Have you heard about the pink sauce? Pink sauce. No, I haven't. Okay, so first off, to anyone listening and to you too, Ryan, don't buy pink sauce. Uh, it, I guess it was on TikTok. Some girl was like, look at this sauce I made. I mixed this, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's a sauce. You could put it on, like, food, like chicken and shit like that. And I guess she was selling it um i shouldn't have to tell you people this but a lot of people uh trust tiktok as a news source too and 80 percent of that shit is not actual news um, Yeah. so don't buy this sauce uh a lot of youtubers and like people way bigger than us have talked about it uh so you've probably already heard but she's selling this sauce it's coming in not really good packaging it's not cooled and it has like milk in it so you're being shipped, like, oh, food no. that's not properly packaged to preserve and last a travel. And it's hot as shit this summer. <coughs> like, if you made it at home and you have it, that's different. Yeah. Of course, that's refrigerated. But, like, if you're buying it from her, it's not properly, like package yeah to survive a long distance trip like that oh my and also god. why are you buying some shit from some random person on tiktok anyway yeah. that you're going to consume didn't she show how she made it i think she did then fucking make it at home also like but i'm gonna make it's fucking a stupid pink sauce. fucking trend <laughs>
1: oh my god you know what i'm gonna tell this this is something a lot of people know but i also just found this out um if you ever see a tiktoker have like a cool thing and you're like you know what i actually do like that product and i can buy it on amazon don't click it in their link they'll get the money for it
0: just oh yeah yeah search, it, like up. A, search like it up they're like sponsored or an affiliate yes. or something like that
1: i learned that recently
0: yeah all affiliate links but a lot of the time people are supposed to like say they have affiliate links or they're sponsored by something and i guess maybe sometimes tiktok did. and well a lot of tiktokers defenses though they make fucking dirt in terms of money mm. like the the programs for tiktok to pay them are not very good they make like pennies I just it's still shady but like a lot of them make like dirt but yeah no a lot of tiktokers are shady i just don't like the whole thing Ooh, excuse me there is um when Dina was over here last week, there was some dude on TikTok. She, she just scrolls through it. Not that she uses it as a news but Dina's not dumb. Yeah, uh, it's for funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she usually uses it to laugh. But some dude was talking about something, da-da-da-da-da, and I, and I looked over and I saw the guy, and I was like, I wouldn't... Tr- I'd probably fact-check that before you went and believed it, because I've seen that guy. He posts, like, uh, YouTube shorts, which are just, like, TikToks on YouTube, <laughs> uh, about random shit. And... of the time, it's false information. He's just... And it's vastly different information. Like, I think the thing he was talking about on TikTok had to do with, like, government stuff. But I've seen, like, his face. It's, like, some bald white dude with glasses. And, uh... Not... Not Anthony (laughs) Fenton. Not him. Not him. (laughs) But it's, like, some bald white dude. I just realized. I was like, damn, that's (laughs) Fenton. No flannel. But, um... (laughs) He, uh, he was talking about, like... It was before Dragon Ball Super Brawly... Or, not Super Brawly, Super Hero came out. And there was speculation and, like, leaks, supposedly, and stuff like that, before the movie came out, that Cell or some form of Cell was going to be in the film. Which turned out to be true. Cell Max was in the film. Uh, but he was like, We have official artwork links of Cell. And it was not fucking Cell Max. It was like this yellow goldish design for so it was fan made it was that def- it looked cool but it wasn't real and he was like this is official uh officially did like he 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 just cast the net of short form content bullshit yeah and he gets clicks because people click on it yeah because they're like oh so I, so that's why i say don't trust a lot of people on tiktok directly like there's, I'm sh- sure there's plenty of trusted sources on TikTok, people with actual good information because they have the track record Yeah. for having actual good information. Like you can watch a bunch of their videos and be like, oh, okay. Oh, like, you're actually a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have TikTok installed anymore, but when I did, I followed a lot of like anime stuff, mainly for the memes. Like the JoJo's TikTok community I think is great because they don't give a fuck about anyone. So people are like JoJo sucks, and they're like, "Yeah, nigga, we know." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just start dancing. JoJo is, is gay. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Your point. <laughs> it, it's, it's fantastic, and I fucking adore that. They do not care. Yeah, but uh, there's a—I forget her name. I wish I could remember it because she's actually a really good channel. She's—I think she's like an actual like college-educated like English professor, okay. too. Or she did teach English before, so she's very good in English and literature and getting into the nooks and crannies of storytelling too but she'll like review anime every now and then she was like reviewing jojos and other stuff like that and i was and i i like her channel or her little tiktok page and i was like oh this is cool so i would follow that every now and then and she would pop up oh cool what'd you, what'd you go talk about she liked part four a lot <laughs> <laughs> always always down for my niggas my part four squad <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah there's there's fun sh- shit you can find on tiktok but there is a lot of like bloat in it and i think it's more apparent on tiktok just because tiktok's short form content so you scroll through a lot of the blunt more so than you would on like youtube or like yeah. instagram but those
1: things you kind of just scroll through and then you click on what you want this one is just like here it is TikTok here it is, is built here it is for
0: that. tiktok is built for you to just scroll through stuff for hours yeah especially on the for uh the the for you page kind of thing yeah because you'll be like, oh, my God, what's that? Oh, oh, what's that? That. oh, God, what's that? oh that's
1: boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And then you're like swiping, swiping, swiping. Wait, that last one was interesting. And
0: then it's been two hours, and you've done nothing else. I'm
1: proud <laughs> to say I've never spent more than 10 minutes on TikTok. Oh, really? I, I only use it for what Marilyn sends me, and sometimes. Occasionally, I'll be like, well, oh, what's on there? Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll go. i I never spent, like, two hours. There's been times I've spent, like, maybe, like, 30, 40 minutes. I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then sometimes I'll intentionally just be scrolling through because I'll be looking at like a couple of things people mm. post just because like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, like with the girl who does the anime reviews, I like wanted to see, like, she's like, these are for like this portion of the show. And then next time I'll talk about this part of the show once I watch it. So I like yeah. watch the next thing. But yeah, a lot of people get stuck on there for hours because it's built for that. Yeah. The, the Chinese, uh, data absorbing terminal is built for you getting your data.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I agree, <laughs> it is probably
0: stealing your data, but also at the same time everything is stealing your data. We're stealing your data <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> like no matter what.
1: We're stealing uh, your data. The world you're is to a the bunch podcast. Of thieves.
0: The world is a vampire. <laughs> Sent
1: to Dream
0: <laughs>
1: All of your data. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh
0: man. But uh speaking of data, let's talk about video games. Oh look at that segue. Ooh. It was not good. I don't give a fuck though.
1: (laughs) It's a reach, but he grabbed it. Yeah, I did.
0: (laughs) Niggas be reaching for, you know, shit that makes less sense. Yeah. Uh but getting into it, it it kinda sorta relates to data, but I would have to spoil all the Xenoblade stuff for you to get it uh i've been playing xenoblade chronicles the the series of games in fact not just the first one i talked about it last podcast i had barely started two i have now finished two i did not think i would make it in time for xenoblade chronicles 3 3's release i will i will be able to it comes out on the 29th uh so actually when this episode comes out so i will be starting that when this episode drops that's pretty cool. Probably the day before, like after I edit, I'll play it. Nice. Uh, Because I'm going to get it physical. I'm going to go to GameStop and pre-order it because I have the cases for everything else. Oh, nice. So I want them all physical. Uh, So yeah, I finished Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and the expansion to 2, the prequel story, Torna the Golden Country. Uh, Good shit. Good shit, good shit, good shit. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, The games have this really cool, interesting weird storylines i i feel like jumping in like if i was to explain it or something like that try, try to go too deep it might sound like kingdom hearts convoluted <laughs> it's not it's like very easy to follow there's just a lot of like concepts you would probably get more of like an idea of if you just played it makes sense whereas in kingdom hearts you could play those games and still be confused <laughs> yeah you kind of have to pay like deep attention but with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, it's, it's very straightforward. But just to go over the games, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 takes place in a world where there's these two giant mecha robot kind of things called the Bionis and the Mechonis. They had a big, big old sword duel years ago. And it's just these two big ass robots and the rest of the world is just this expanse of ocean. Or I guess two giants. The Mechonis is more mechanical. The Bionis is more like organic. Bionis, okay. and they kind of tie with each other and they both fall into this slumber and eventually life starts growing on them. so on the bionis you have like the homs which are humans the hyantia they look like humans but they have little wings on their heads and then the nopan which are these cute little creatures because you know rpg worlds always got to have cute little creatures they're they're kind of like the moogles of that world but they're not the same thing but yeah. that's the closest comparison um and so the Mekanis made these things called the Meccan. And the Meccans start invading and they start scooping the Homs up and start being doing bad shit. So the Homs are like trying to defend themselves, da 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 da. da. Your main character Shulk. He's like this orphan scientist boy who lives in one of the colonies. He likes to research things and they're studying this weapon known as the Monado, which the Homs have uh, their hands on. The Monado is some legendary weapon for the Bionis. And only one person in all of the Homs has been able to wield it. His name is Dunban. Dunbin? Dunban? I always fuck up his name. Dunban. Uh, he's he's great. He's one of the greatest characters in the game. Uh, but his arm's been hurt after like one of the big final battles that happened a few years prior to before the game starts. So he's injured. He's bedridden. So they're currently just studying in the Monado. Shulk starts slowly becoming like more and more like interested in it. And you can kind of tell something eerie is in the air. Eventually, to another mech on attack. A lot of stuff happens. Shulk ends up having the will of the Monado because Dunban currently can't. His arm isn't like, permanently fucked up. His right arm's like, permanently useless. But Shulk can wield it without any like repercussions. And in fact, he can activate different powers from it that Dunban couldn't, including the ability to see short, uh, short glimpses into the future. So that becomes mm. also a part of the game mechanics. So Shulk uh through certain things that happen goes out to stop the Mecon, the mechon uh partly for revenge partly because you know the bionis needs world saving so him and his best friend ryan ryan is awesome by the way Top oh, tier, your fucking best character
1: thanks man yeah, yeah. <laughs> ryan's great dude <laughs>
0: like 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 all all seriousness like I'm a sucker for characters like that, the kind of dumb like best friend, like Ryuji from Persona 5 and stuff like that. But Ryan's just like legit just I everyone agrees he's such a well-written character. And he's such a great best friend to Shulk because he always can put Shulk in check. He's like, hey, quit being a bitch, get to come on, get to it. We gotta we gotta do this. Like when Shulk's down, Ryan's there to pick him up, so I love that shit. Then dunban eventually joins he's kind of more like a mentor character and he's fucking badass because he's still wielding a sword he just uses his left hand and he's still cutting shit up with one arm it's fucking awesome dunban's cool if i didn't make that clear enough <laughs> so, so you get your party and you're slowly trying to stop the mech force figure out what's happening and the story gets a lot deeper from there and uh you pretty much see the creation of the world <laughs> by the end of the game I'm not going to spoil it too much, maybe when I review it I'll get more into the plot. But a lot of stuff happens, a lot of stuff isn't as it seems, there's reasons why Shulk is able to wield the Bonato as he can, and they're very good explanations, they're not like bullshit out of like, oh well he was just destined to do it. It's actually kind of the opposite in a way, like like, it's just good story like twists and reveals near the end of the game, which is I think what Xenoblade chronicles does best is like the build-up of like whoa what is what's happening why is this happening And you get to those last few chapters and stuff starts getting revealed and you're like what the fuck and if you look back it's always kind of been hinted at and you're just like yo that's crazy i love that shit they're very good at like foreshadowing which fits the theme because shulk sees visions of the future and he's trying to always change that future and that's the whole premise of that that first game like taking the future in your hands and choosing your own future not letting anyone control it for you and that's what the characters do very fun cast of characters the combat's very fun everyone plays uniquely and so we move on to xenoblade chronicles 2 and it seems like this world is a different world from the first game which it is and you play as a different main character now rex is the main character of two he's cool he's i i don't like him as much as i like shulk i think shulk is a better pro tag if i had to personally pick i think one of the things is age because shulk is 18 and none of the main cast is younger than 18 like your first three main characters are all 18 and then everyone from there is like oh i'm 25 oh i'm 34 like it's like oh they're they're older people so (laughs) they there's more mature themes there's mature fiends in two there's a lot uh but rex is 15 so it's just like eh, he's kind of a kid he's still interesting uh, the World of Two is set in this place called Allrest. It's this big world with this thing called the Cloud Sea surrounding it. And these giant creatures called Titans house different races of humans and different people on their backs. And they're like these giants. And they sow around through the Cloud Sea. And that's how people live and make their, their lives in their territories.
1: That's interesting.
0: And the lore behind the world is there's this big great tree in the center of it. And, uh... The god of that world is known as the architect and they're like the architect blessed humanity with the titans so they could have a place to live but the titans recently have been slowly dying out and some people are losing land and that causes conflict between different people so that there's that going on in the background there's nations kind of like on the brink of war with each other because of that that's not in the forefront of the story so much but it's a factor in it yeah and so no one's ever been to the the place in the World Tree known as Elysium, kind of like that that divine place where yeah. people want to go, where there should be enough room for everyone. Da 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 da. And Shulk always, or not Shulk, Rex always thinks about, damn, what if I could go there? And da 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 da. da. Story events ended up making him meet this uh, this girl named Pyra, boy meets girl kind of storyline. And the world of Two has this system called Blades and Drivers. So, a driver will get something called a core crystal. If they can resonate with the core crystal, uh, an entity known as a blade will pop out and they'll be linked. And a blade can empower the driver with their ether energy, da 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 You can use the, the blade's weapons and you team up and fight. And that's how a lot of people fight in that world. So, the combat system at its base is the same as ones, but it has all these new concepts because of the blade driver system. So, it can get a lot more complex. But, uh,. Pyro is like this legendary blade known as the Aegis, da-da-da-da-da story things. Pyro wants to go to Elysium. Rex wants to go to Elysium. They kind of need each other for story things I won't spoil. So that's how the adventure begins. So Rex doesn't have as strong as, like, the same motivation. Like, Shulk has a direct motivation for his plot. Like, there's this idea of revenge. There's the Mechon that are terrorizing the people of Bionis, so they need to stop that. And it builds up into something else near the end that it culminates to rex is kind of more of like a dreamer he like you know what's up there i want these questions answered i want to see the world for myself so it's more of just a living thing and then now he has pyro with him and pyro for some reason has a goal to go to Elysium. so the plot unfolds from there you meet other characters your party members and the big twist of xenoblade 2 is super deep deep to the point where oh one and two connect I won't tell you how okay but they connect <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, so you're just like oh so this nigga is and then that so then this world it's a lot of like oh so so again uh this this game has 10 chapters where xenoblade 1 has like 17 but the chapters in xenoblade 2 are pretty fucking long uh so when you get to chapter 10 Boom, they start lore dropping, but it's it feels good because it's built up to that point. You're just like, what is up here? What is Elysium? Does it exist? Pyro's like, yes, it does. So, But then you start getting into the tree, and you find out the tree's not really a tree. I'm not going to spoil what it really is, but you're like, oh, oh, It, it connects so well. It's just like, I get it, and essentially what this tells you is, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 technically isn't a sequel to one, not only because it's a different world, but because these games, their storylines, are taking place at the exact same time. Oh. Yes. I won't spoil how. When I do my like actual reviews for them after I play three, we'll get into that. I won't tell you how, but it's so good. Like it was like honestly, I was like, that was brilliant. That setup, like and like something happens and you hear and you're like oh what the fuck that's so cool <laughs> it's really cool like the lore reveal in in that game is really cool uh the core plot to two i really like too. two, two. Uh, <laughs> because uh whereas ones they kind of have that same feeling of like taking fate to your own hands and living your life Uh, One more focuses on like taking control of that future, you know, the future isn't some gods to control We're not gonna let you do this da 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 Which is a very strong thing that happens throughout the game like it feels like fate is pulling into this Conclusion and they're like we don't want that we want to decide the future for ourselves Whereas two is like we just want to live like no matter what the unknown is no matter the ups and downs We're gonna live and we're gonna face it together yes, humanity can be shit, but that doesn't mean we should just give up. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, the the, the main theme of that because the main villain, it's very, like, existential and, like, um, a sense of, like, nihilism in it, too. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter. It's, like, you're doomed for destruction. It doesn't matter. And it's just, like, well, we're still going to face it anyway. So that idea of hope. Yeah. And that's how the two games kind of fit together in theme, too. That's cool. So then... Both games have uh, some world-changing ending things that happen, but if you, you know, you've played both and you look, you're just like, huh, I wonder if in, from what we've seen from a lot of 3, especially now that like I have the context of playing 1 and 2 in Torna, and I look at 3's world from like the gameplay stuff they've shown, I'm like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> so, I'm like, oh. So, pretty
1: much what you're saying, you said that one and two are pretty much happening at simultaneously, correct? Mm-hmm. So, bo- wo- world-ending things happen at the end of both of those. Mm-hmm. So, that three is definitely the cataclysm of what happened, mm-hmm. in a sense.
0: Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. But a we world
1: in ruin. I
0: think, well, it's not, mm, well... We don't know why xenoblade chronicles 3 is how it why it is we don't know what happened in the time period between whatever events take place at the end of the first two games and now i think it's supposed to be like a couple hundred years in between that's what people are theorizing okay and so because certain aspects there's other things in the trailer i started noticing because i have more context of the characters i was like like with the queens that they showed when i showed you to direct i was like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) like i started noticing things
1: that was a character
0: mm, it might might. i don't know because the way it's set up for both queens i was like this could definitely be that character and that could definitely be that character and there could be a solid enough explanation to to give why they're still alive yeah after there's good enough reasons within the lore so i'm just like oh okay okay so now there's a mystery of like what's going on and what led the world to be to the point where like we pretty much grow these soldiers and they come out at the age of 10 and then they serve in a big war for 10 years and they either die in between those ten years, or they live all the way through, and they get a send-off ceremony. But either way, you as dead. <laughs> yep.
2: It's just <laughs> like, soldiers.
0: What led to that? Especially because since Xenoblade One and Two end so like positively, like it's it's like overwhelmingly positive. For their endings, not Torna, but Torna is a prequel. It's it's very sad. Um, it explains a lot of the villains. Torna is great, by the way. If I'm bringing up Torna, Torna is a prequel set 500 years before two. And if you played two, it probably pretty much explains the villain groups' expo- like reasoning for why a lot of characters ended up where they were in the main plot. Because one thing I noticed when I played two's main plot, I was like, why should I care about this bad guy? Like you've hardly given me anything to go off of. Uh, Some of them you get more flashbacks of, but when you play Torna, you get a lot more well-rounded context. So you're like, okay, this actually hit a lot harder. (laughs) It's very sad because Torna's combat is probably the smoothest of all three Xenoblades. It's fun as fuck. It's so much fun. It's so seamless. And you can do all these things and you can help all these people and do all this junk. But in the end, when you think about it as you're helping all these people, it doesn't fucking matter. Because you know how Torna ends, if you've played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's not good. It's, it's, it's not a positive outcome. So as you're doing all this shit, doing the side quests and the story stuff to help people, you're just like, you kind of come to that realization of like, fuck, this is sad. <laughs> like, Damn. Like, no matter wh- how much you do, no matter how much of a community sense you build in that, it doesn't fucking matter. And I th- that's intentional. Yeah. Like... So it's one of those things where you're just like, God damn. Wow. But it plays so good and the battle theme's so funky, you're just going to forget about it five minutes later. <laughs> the battle theme in, in Torna is so... it's It fucking slaps, bro. I might edit it in right now. Okay. When <laughs> I do the audio, <laughs> it's, it, it fucking smacks. It's immaculate. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, yo, am I fighting or am I dancing? What's going
1: on? No, when games have good battle... Uh, music it it's always so hype like
0: yeah oh my God, i lost my words. <laughs> but still i like one more than two just because like core plot of two is great but there's a lot of around xenoblade chronicles two stuff like that bogs it down and a lot of people acknowledge this xenoblade chronicles 2 has been out for years and a lot of people have made videos that i've i've been watching recently like they're like i love xenoblade chronicles 2 but <laughs> like they they can acknowledge its many flaws and still love the game and i completely agree and understand yeah once i finished i was iffy about two like early in as i was playing but once you get to that second half especially those last like two chap two three chapters once you hit those it i i get it i get why people like love this game so much because it was so good at the end it was so satisfying But there's a lot of stuff around the game that just bogs it down they got the updated graphics so they could do more of like an anime style which looks gorgeous and the facial animations are cool but there's a lot of anime fan service style things in the game that are very fucking distracting oh uh you're supposed to have this serious moment and this bitch's titties is out why are her titties out like that why does every girl have large breasts except for morag shout out to morag she's probably one of the best i wish she had more of a storyline uh (laughs) (laughs) Morag's great, and she's one of the few women that are fully clothed. (laughs) Like, fully clothed. Like, hat, she has a big old military coat, she looks dope. And I'm like, look at you, you're dressed. I'm not saying women shouldn't be real skin, but every one of these female characters is half fucking naked. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a thing that, like, has a lot of discourse with it. I've seen a lot of videos talking about the sexualization of female characters in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is a very fair point. It's distracting. You can't take a cutscene seriously when every woman is half naked, but she's supposed to have this deep emotional moment. Your boobs are bouncing everywhere. (laughs) Why did they do that? Why did they not have them dressed? (laughs) And it's like when you do blade summons to summon like other like playable blade characters, like to have on your little blade team. Mm -hmm. There's male and females and there's rare blades, which are like the cool, unique designs. Those are the good blades you want. All the men have really nice cool designs, they're usually like fully dressed. Every single woman Blade is like half naked. Jesus Christ. With like maybe like one or two that aren't, but that's because they're like children. Like the little oh, lightning Oh thank girl. god
1: they didn't sexualize like the Like little the lightning girl when you saw me play. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she just had a little dress and their big electric pom-pom head.
1: They or her in a different way though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But, like, yeah, every other, like, uh, every adult woman blade is fucking just titties out. Jesus. (laughs) Kind of, like, very sensual movements for anything they do. There's one named, uh, I think her name is Dahlia. Oh, my God. The fandom fucking hates Dahlia (laughs) because she's this blade. She's a healer-class blade ice element, and she's, like, this giant blue rabbit lady with huge titties this kind of very scandalous looking dress so her titties are just like you know and i'm when i say her boobs are they're fucking humongous like go to google you know what actually no don't do that because you might find something you don't want to look at yeah (laughs) just look up the blade catalog on like a youtube video you'll see dahlia (laughs) and um and she she's supposed to be like this sexy central like blue rabbit lady and she has like the rabbit and it's just like why y'all do this? And also, I think the only reason I had her on my team, because everyone fucking hates her because of the design, especially when they saw like plan planned design like drawings for her, like it got shown online. People were like, all these designs are better <laughs> than oh, what man. we got. Why did they do this?
1: There's just some dude who was like, no, make it sexier.
0: The only re for everyone the only reason why I had her on my team for a minute was a joke because in Xenoblade's dub they usually have like these UK accents like British or Australian or kind of like Irish kind of sounding accents and there's like localization reasons for why that became a thing but for some reason Dahlia's dub voice she has like a southern accent and I don't know why they decided to do that but I think it's hilarious and I'm just like, nah, you got a slot for a minute. <laughs> she was on my team for a, for like two how, chapters. How
1: thick? Like what?
0: What part of what, like she she be she be like ah, hun? Like this Nash speaking in the slang. <laughs> I have to play you it. I have to play you like a cutscene of her just talking. Holy it's shit! It's funny as hell. I was like, oh. why does she have a southern accent? Who made this decision?
1: Made Sandy the squirrel into a sexy rabbit. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, everyone fucking hates her. but yeah there's that bogging it down i talked about the map being awful the game's tutorials are not nearly as good as xenoblade ones there's a lot of shit they kind of like they give you like four different tutorials all at once suddenly and you don't you're not going to retain any of that information that fast and some of that information they give you isn't going to be important till later so it's like why did you tell me now i can't even do this yet (laughs) and and that makes early combat kind of clunky and confusing because you don't know what the fuck you were doing and you're like this is stupid why do people say this combat system is good because it was annoying the shit out of me i was like i don't know how anything works xenoblade one explained it to me so well i caught on so quick to how i was supposed to play the game and xenoblade Two, i was like what the fuck am i doing what the fuck is a blade combo what is a driver what is this once you get of it though i will say the combat in xenoblade chronicles 2 is very fun and it's very satisfying when you pull things off correctly you can deal big 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 dumb stupid damage for doing things correctly so i do enjoy that but the game is not helpful at showing you how to do that you probably are going to either have to figure it out by yourself or look it up online for tips or a combination of both which is what i kind of uh, and Torna's combat is just perfect, hands down. There's nothing wrong with it. It is the best combat in any Xenoblade game so far that I've played. Uh, it, so it's, it's like the
1: combat's even different from It's two? It's
0: like 2, but it's so much more refined. Interesting. It's so much more... It, I can't explain... It just feels better. It feels smoother. Everything plays better. They have this different kind of systems involved with it somehow. So it just feels really nice. <laughs> it's, it's, but again, nothing matters in Torna. are we all just destined to (laughs) and then uh, there's certain things that feel like oh this is kind of like an optional thing you can do as you play through xenoblade 2, like there's these things called field skills that your blades have each blade has separate different field skills that you can use like oh i'm interested in botany so when you go like see like flowers and you can like pick some flowers the botany skill will give you more flowers oh okay. i like fish so oh more fish oh i have fire mastery so i can burn this and it has levels to it and the more you bond with your blade and do certain tasks you can unlock upgrades to these skills and such on their like little skill trees they don't make it seem like you're going to need this for the main story for at any point this seems like this is an optional thing if you're out in the field and maybe you want to catch a little secret and get some extra goodies you can be rewarded for that you can do that but you don't necessarily have to that's how the game makes it feel i had two moments late game where i needed specific field skills to progress and the game never made me feel like I needed field skills prior to that. So then I had to stop, <laughs> juggle and reorganize my blades. So I had the right skills oh, and enough man. people with, the, cause levels could stack between them. Yeah. So say I need like level five fire mastery, but I have someone with level three fire mastery and someone with level two, that'll work. So I had to juggle my blades around. So I had the right skills to get past one thing, then switch them back. So I had the right team comp that I wanted. And that happened like two times, and it's only two times in the main story. But even still, why did you do that? <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. It slowed everything down. I had to stop. I, I'm lucky I had core crystals because some of them I was like, I don't have this skill. I have to randomly pull and hope these niggas have the skills I need that I can stack on top of me. It's annoying. Jesus. It was so like, why would you fucking do this? Don't do don't do that. <laughs> Don't make optional things mandatory later. Torna does it too and it bugs the shit out of me cuz I really like Torna, but the one thing I hate about it, there's these things like you could talk to people and get to know the community levels. They did something like that similar in one, completely optional, but you can learn a lot of stuff and get some optional things and build like a community and see oh, this person likes this person. This person really doesn't like this person. This person's moving here because of that's cool. Torna does something like that? and they have like a community level that you can raise there's like i think like two points in torna where you are locked to go further in the story until you raise your community level the first time you have to raise it to two okay not a big deal yeah do a few side quests and you'll get it up to level two then you have to get it to level four (laughs) and i was just like so i have to do more side quests why are you forcing me to do side quests yes They're side quest! <laughs> and in a sense I get it, because like I said, you're building a community. Yeah. Because it gives you that feeling of like the same feeling they felt, like, you know, you're doing the right thing, and then all this sad shit happens. Yeah. And it you feel that weight because you helped all these people. And a lot of them do not survive. So it's just like that's sad. But don't lock them to side quest have me just do a series of main story quests that involve me helping the community as i move through the main core plot that way i can still enjoy the different communities and get to know different people and still have that same sense without having to grind through some of these side quests take so long because you do the side quest, and the side quest has like a sub thing you have to do into it and sometimes it's like you got to do this too and it's like a long trail of fetch quest sometimes uh, one time I had to catch these three, like, little animals that got lost. And there's three separate trails you have to follow to get each one. So I have to do the same thing three fucking times. Why?
1: Yeah. <laughs> For one yeah, quest. I know. <laughs>
0: it's like,
1: it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I, I appreciate when sometimes when games are like, um, oh, the main quest is, like, do quests. But is the main quest just, like, get to level four?
0: Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> It kills the whole flow of the game, and I don't like that. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: So, I have my gripes with two. That's why I like one more, and I think I just like one storyline better. Two is still very good in spite of, all of that. I I enjoy it. <laughs> like yeah, like, like uh, But if I had to put them in order so far, uh, Xenoblade One, Torna, and then two. Interesting. I, you know what, no, Xenoblade 1 and then 2, Torna still counts as 2, it's, it's just very integral to the plot, and the expansion technically isn't that long, the thing that makes it perfect to do side quests, yeah. if it didn't have to do all the side quests, that isn't that long, it, it would just depend on how much you decided to do. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but that's as much as I'm going to talk about anything, I just, I really like Xenoblade Chronicles and I recommend it if you guys haven't played it please jump on board uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 comes out on the 29th of July so as this episode comes out the game will be out uh and Xenoblade fans yes I will be talking about it as I play through it and once I'm finished I'll do a whole review on the whole series talk about it we'll nerd out on theories it's it, it'll be great
1: yeah, <laughs> like, it, he's so enthusiastic. His arms were flailing yeah, about like with excitement. It, it, so be ready, guys. I
0: haven't been, you know, I'm not as as excited about this as I was with the Trails game. Yeah, oh,
1: man. I, I can sense it. I, you're like, this is great, this is great, but you're not like texting me like every time, like, bro, 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 this shit happened. Bro, oh my,
0: Trails <laughs> is bro, 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 bro. that's my that's, shit. His,
1: that's his father. That was his fucking father. <laughs> and I'm like, that's yeah, man, <laughs> shit,
0: nigga, Trails is my shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you know i'm gonna talk about trails to zero when it finally comes out localized oh yes boy oh man but real now moving on to some more shortest that's that's the longest. yeah he I'm just he,
1: I, I knew you needed i to had
0: work. to get it out. i was
1: just like there's couple times where i'm like i have a quip but i'm gonna i had he to needs, get it. he needs to just i had to let it out it.
0: because i i played these keep i played these back to back i played one and then i immediately the next day bought two and torna <laughs> Oh, I told you about the Mm -hmm. Torna two-story thing. But I immediately ordered those. Uh, Then I played two, and then I played Torna. So I've been on it for a while now. (laughs) Nice. But um, let's talk about something that's not out yet. Band of 3. They showed more trailer footage. They announced a full release date. I should have looked up the release date before we recorded. But I believe it comes out in October of this year. Of course it would. Uh, spooky time. Spooky time, you know. It's looking good. Sexy Bat Lady. They're, they're introducing new characters, new sexy stuff from Bayonetta 2. Like Musketta? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks fun, though. It looks really fun. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Bayonetta always looks like a fun series, but I've never myself played it. Give it a shot. Yeah, it comes out, out October 28th. So... Uh, get ready guys get ready it's been a long time coming bayonetta came out in 2009 bayonetta 2 came out in 2014 so it's been a minute yeah it's been a minute it's been eight years damn since we got a bayonetta game so that's gonna be cool that's gonna be cool uh the most interesting thing i wanted to talk about for uh bayonetta 3 i forget what the mode is what they called oh, it oh is it
1: the the nude mode thing yes i was i was about to be like now kyle is there a mode that i could uh put on in case i'm playing that game in front <laughs> of my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah i think it's called the naive angel mode <laughs> so if You're a young gentleman who doesn't want your significant other thinking you're a weird, creepy pervert. Or you don't want your mom walking in at the wrong point in the game. Or maybe you just don't want to see that. Or maybe you just don't want to see it, which is, it's so integral to her character. I think Bayonetta does the whole sexuality thing very tastefully because she's, first of all, she's a very ridiculous character. She's like seven feet fucking tall. Are we really taking this that seriously? And she, Relax. She kind of reminds me like of, like, Catwoman,
1: Catwoman where it's just very, like, over sexual. She's very, like, it.
0: sexual, over-the-top, but she's cool, you know? She gets the job done. Take notes, Xenoblade Chronicles, too. You can have them dress sexy and still be tasteful. But also, another reason why they were like that, a lot of doujin artists drew a lot of, like, the blade artwork around. Oh. Apparently, that's why they were all like that. I was like, mmm it's all adding up. Yep. But, um, so yeah, you can turn the naive angel mode on in certain scenes where Bayonetta's is like changing because you know, her, her outfit is also made for like her hair because witch stuff. So when she's doing different things, the hair moves. So you don't see full on nudity, but clearly she, you know, she'll yeah. be naked in some scenes. They edit it. So she has more of like an outfit on certain mode. She's going to have, she'll have more like kind of like clothes covering like her chest and her body. Dah, 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 dah. It's basically like a, Safe. i don't want to say safe for work because bayonetta is still safe for work she's not fucking ass naked <laughs> like yeah but, but yeah that's essentially what it is so if you want that you can i think most people are going to play as intended because that's just bayonetta's character and it's hard to explain because it's like oh it sounds like they're over sexualizing a woman yeah but it's so like integral to what she is and it just fits the whole vibe of what bayonetta is it just works correctly you yeah. know there's a right way to do these things yeah and and i feel like bayonetta got it right
1: characters like this exist. it's just when it's too much of it and it's like that doesn't need to happen it's when mm-hmm. it becomes a problem
0: yeah like the there's like over gratuitous like just nudity or sense of just like let's be sexual for the sake of it it like, doesn't even like fit a kid. it's just like this is just here because i'm horny
1: <laughs> like, out of curiosity going back to uh uh xenoblade um is uh is pyra right Yeah. is hers kind of fits with her personality no
0: no no damn not at they, all they even fumbled but there was a very nice young lady
1: they could have had what excuse
0: very nice young lady very kind very uh, gentle she should have worn a dress and then mifra because i know you know about pyra and mithra from smash yeah i won't tell you the connection for story reasons but um they they when they said yeah we changed up miffra's outfit a little bit because she was showing a little too much skin yeah they weren't kidding she has her outfit usually has her whole cleavage hanging out oh god big ass titties jesus and it doesn't really fit her personality either she's kind of like tomboyish oh like a little bit and it's just so yeah uh bayonetta does it right zeta Blake chronicles 2 did not huh That's rough <laughs> yeah so there's there's those issues But Bayonetta 3, October 28th. So if you Nick is interested, you can pick it on up. But since we're still talking about games, let's talk about something a little less sexy. Ryan's doing his happy dance because he knows it's coming. There's a certain game that hasn't gotten a, some kind of sort of collection, some sort of bundle. Boy, I never thought this day was coming. To put it all together. How many years have I been like, and,
1: just to release it?
0: And, and Ryan really loves this franchise. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, man. He He grew up on it. And you know, we didn't know if they were ever going to get some kind of collection, some kind of re-release. And they were like, you know what, let's go ahead and do it. So they're going to go ahead and do it. Oh, uh, Ryan, oh, tell the people what good, we're getting. Giving me Mega Man Battle Network, baby. Ooh. Yes, sir. The Mega oh, Battle Man Battle Network collection. I got my PET
1: still in my closet, bro. I'm going to bust that shit out. Like the little actual yeah. thing that yeah. beeped in yeah. the middle of the yeah. fucking
0: night yeah. every time you needed to fight a virus? Yep. And you just wanted it to
1: die? Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate
1: it. It's off and battery <laughs> removed. But
0: yeah. Fuck that thing. I think we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I
1: think, yeah, That. so, like, it, I... I think I even said on this podcast, like I just want them to make a collection.
0: Yeah, no, because because you have talked about your love for Mega Man Battle Network.
1: I am really excited and I'm really curious. Like they say it's gonna be all the versions, and I'm like, is it going to be like oh the ones that are like dual, like you know like uh, Team Proto Man and Team Colonel for Battle Ooh. Five, especially for me. I that's that's the game I'm excited to go for, but I'm gonna play through every single one. There's okay. ten of them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're splitting it into two. There'll be two collections, so there'll be a volume one and a volume two.
1: Yeah. I think the physical, you get the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, So it's Mega Man Battle Network, Mega Man Battle Network 2, uh, Battle Network 3 Blue, Battle Network 3 White, Battle Network 4 Red Sun, Battle Network 4 Blue Moon, uh, 5, Team Proto Man, 5. Yeah. Team, what is it? Colonel. Colonel. Yeah, really small text. And then six. I cannot read that. I don't know why it's so small.
1: The fucking Honestly I haven't played played past five. So I'm really excited to actually see where the story goes because it is pretty fun. It's a really fun plot line.
0: Yeah, but the both versions of six. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the six entity and the conclusion to the series. Yeah. So yeah, we got those coming. I believe they start coming out in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I'm
1: really hyped for it.
0: Let me see the release dates for this. I'm beaches. hoping
1: it's 2022. That'd be cool. Like fall, give it to this, me. Fall.
0: No, it's set to release in 2023.
1: Just 2023, no month. No, I don't think oh, it says a man. month. Oh man, that's fine. Take everything your time I'm on showing. It. it says 2023. There's a really cool feature where you can play it like you know, touched up, or you can play it in the original style. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the pixels just look cleaner. But if you're doing the original style, it's all blocky.
0: Yeah, it'll be available 2023 on the Nintendo Switch, the PlayStation 4 and PC via Steam one thing um,
1: PC huh
0: in a physical edition and digitally in two separate volumes yeah if you get the physical you get all 10
1: I was gonna get it on Switch but I might get it on my PC
0: (laughs) okay yeah I can read what 6 is called Uh, Battle Network 6 Psybeast Gregar and Psybeast Vowlar that's right the
1: Psybeast that's right I think I'm gonna do uh, two runs of the story. I'm gonna do one where I only do like the first
0: versions, and then mm. the second versions. I might pick them up too. They're fantastic. If oh. I do, when you do your runs, do you want to do opposite runs the first time and then the other yeah. one? that'd be cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, if if who, oh
1: man, Team Colonel is probably is probably my favorite version. Okay. Of five, you should play that one first. Definitely.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, special features include with the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Oh, included with the Bag of the Collection. Include a high resolution filter, art gallery, and music player. Uh, I wonder
1: if it has the verses, because I know some of the old, uh, the original games had like verses things. I know some mm-hmm. of them still have uh, uh, competitions, I heard
0: <laughs> recently. Um, the fucking Stop a Net Crime organization called WWW World 3. i love that dude the fucking main kid's name is (laughs) Lan. i know there's a show yeah the show is what turned me out of the games the 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 show is so silly yeah but i love it because it's silly yeah
1: (laughs) dude honestly i think five is really cool because it's like it gets into this concept of like the dark web Oh Okay, and like I, I know it's always been there, but it's like leaking out into the mm. oh, Okay, that's so cool. it's like what yeah, it, what it is is you uh, get a team of Net navvies and like sometimes some will stay behind like they have to handle something else or like hold back a path mm-hmm. so you always have like a set number of them and uh, It's like you pl- play as each one turn by turn There's a map spread out and you have to clear out the dark oh, paths that's interesting. and other enemies move like chess pieces to mm-hmm. You so you have to like get through oh, to that's the cool. boss
0: that's fucking
1: cool it's really fun yeah
0: because i think i've only played like maybe a little bit of like i don't remember one of the first three i never played any of like the version ones i
1: know two was a big one Mm -hmm. One it might have been two one is a classic
0: one is played like a little bit of it but i never actually like played played the battle network games i missed the wave so i might pick i might end up picking them up it's surprisingly niche yeah yeah i I know a lot of people like it though like the black okage when i when i first heard it got announced i was watching x fly the black okage was like yeah i used to love these games (laughs) like so so they're really cool concepts. yeah no it's an interesting idea battle Silas with the grid yeah oh my god it definitely sounds like something i'd be into because of the building your
1: deck building your deck yeah i'm I'm super into those you're like oh there's navvies over here they like to be in this path i'm gonna build a bunch of fucking super swords
0: (laughs) so that that's cool look forward to that 2023 guys another thing you can look forward to is that that resident evil 4 remake we knew it was inevitable because i know this is late i just wanted to bring it up just because like yeah resident evil 4 is already they were like damn we've already released resident evil 4 on literally fucking everything yeah we even released a vr version what do we do now Let's just make it again and we'll sell it again yeah because
1: well it makes sense because we remastered one through three so we can just do four i think that's the whole thing is they saw they're they're like final fantasy seven remastering they're like oh we're already remastering these ones let's just do four again
0: but it's like seven is like an iconic know, moment in t- seven was also jokes. released on everything
1: i make it no i jokes. get it
0: <laughs> i agree with you but i'm just like if that was their logic i'm like well they weren't remaking all of them niggas <laughs> relax Relax. Imagine. And a lot. And remakes are reimagining. Yeah. You guys are just remaking that. Well, three is kind of a reimagining, but not a lot of people like the three remake at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I bought it. <laughs> Le, Leon Kennedy, uh, kicking ass. Yeah, I watched the Black Hokage install that, uninstall that on his live stream.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Back when he was before he was on G Four when he was like more actively updating content and like streaming. He was, like, live streaming 3, and he fucking could not stand it. And he has, like, a series where he does, like, uh, un- 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 dishonorable uninstalls. And he'll play, like, the fucking, um, the fucking Sephiroth music and start ranting about the game as he uninstalls <laughs> it. That's and I was fantastic. Like, I remember being in the live stream, like, fucking dying. Because oh, he's like, nope, fuck. we're done. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs>
0: and he's like, where's the... Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, he has he has a series called uh Unhonorable, Dishonorable Uninstalls and Honorable uh, Uninstalls, where like he'll uninstall a game that he finished but he really really liked, and he and he has like the boom boom boom, like good oh, job, that's soldier. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so like it would be like for like Doom Eternal and shit like that, like yeah. games that were like this was really good, but he needs to space for other stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: hilarious bro that's funny. but uh you know also since we're on resident evil let's talk a little bit about uh something that recently came out i know you guys know uh this is also gonna get into the (laughs) can of worms (laughs) of live action adaptations in general the resident evil live action series on netflix came out uh the first season i think was about eight episodes i watched it with my roommates we watched it over the course of like two days we watched like five episodes one day like five or six and the, yeah five episodes one day and then we watched the last three the next day just to finish it off uh just to quickly go over my thoughts will i be doing like a drink tasting of it probably not um i can sum it up right now eh. Eh. it was eh. anything i have to say about it you're probably already gonna hear online uh what i'm more wanting to talk about when it comes to this show is the the level of like fucking disgust and hatred people have for it uh if you if you know about the resident evil live action show then you already know that online everyone fucking hates it it's not getting reviewed very well at all if you go on youtube and type in netflix resident evil you're gonna get like 50 videos that all say this shit is absolute dog shit now do i think resident evil's live action is dog shit do i think it's dog shit no i don't think it's good by any this is worse than cowboy bebop Uh, i'm gonna start off by saying that i think cowboy bebop was like a five or six for its first season like i said like it it had potential to be better had they gotten that second season this this is like a Mm. (laughs) 4.5 it's bad It is not nearly as bad as they're making it out to be. And I always say this so people are like, damn, bro, you always got to defend everything. I'm not defending it. I'm telling you it's not very good. Yeah. It's just people are like, this is the worst thing to ever exist. And I'm like, no, it fucking isn't. There's some really bad things out there. And even in terms of live action, this isn't even close to the worst live action. Have you seen Dragon Ball that is the worst live action I've ever, people would like to say it's Last Airbender. It's not. Yeah. It's Dragon Ball but Evolution. Last Airbender at Last, least has somewhat of a following. It, it has somewhat of a following. There are very few yeah. redeeming qualities, very few, minuscule, dirt. There still are some at least it vaguely follows the plot correctly. If you even like are into that, I'm all for like, Oh, it's a different adaptation. There's going to be changes. Dragon ball evolution was, uh, a fucking disgusting monster of what dragon ball was. It's like the bile brawling for dragon ball <laughs> as a series. It's disgusting. You know, that is like one. I always talk about that. That's like one of the worst movies, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I fucking hate that movie with a passion with a fucking burning passion Death Note's live action is pretty fucking awful it is way worse than Resident Evil Uh, I wonder what the Duffer Brothers' Death Note is gonna be like oh god just recast William Defoe's Ryuk that's the only redeeming quality a live action had I love you Lakiton Stafford you shouldn't have been L you shouldn't have been L and it's not even because, like, it has nothing to do with him being black. I was like, oh, the kid's is going to be, uh, that's cool. That's my favorite character from Death Note. It, it just wasn't, you know what? I don't even want to blame him. I think the movie was just really, really poorly written. Yeah. It, like, and, and I always talk about people like, you just don't like it because it's not like the actual. I already knew it was going to be different. That them nigga said it was set in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was going to be changes. I didn't care i was like okay it's just a different adaptation of the story we'll see how it goes it's not good it's just not a good movie by itself it sucks resident evil's live action show is still better than this you know if i had to put it on a, a hierarchy it's not at the bottom it's low it's not at the bottom so you guys freaking out relax because there's been far worse and i understand a lot of these people are like talking about it are big resident evil fans to the lore and the franchise so they have a lot more emotion behind it so that i can get and i can understand because if something like that happened to something i like i would kind of be upset about it and we're going to talk about like something that might lead to that in a second um but i don't think i'd be this mad because i always would have the source material to go back to yeah i always say that when it comes to like remake final fantasy 7 remake especially i'm like if at any point I'm just like, yo, y'all dropping the ball, I don't like this. I'm just not going to purchase the last... If I don't like Rebirth, I probably won't purchase the last part. Yeah. And if I I do, it'll be when it's, like, super discounted or something. I wouldn't pay, like, $60 for it. Makes sense. From my experience with Remake, I will pay the full price for Rebirth because I really enjoyed Remake. If I don't like Rebirth, I'll wait for whatever the last part's going to be called when it's, like, 20 bucks. And then I'll see, just because I'll already be that far into the story. But I already can go back to FF Seven, like the original game. I have it on my Switch. It's on everything. It's on Switch. It's on PlayStation. It's yeah. on Xbox. It's on I was gonna PC. say it's on your phone.
1: If you're like, if you <laughs> get it and you're like, this, the I don't like the remake. You can uninstall it, and go straight to the PlayStation Store.
0: Yeah, the original, the original literally exists everywhere. So I'm like perfectly fine with that. I understand. Uh. But at the same time, it's like, guys, for real, it's really not that bad. Also, people complaining, I'm like, this is nothing like the games. They they said several times during the whole, like, when they announced it, when they were doing rollouts, when they were doing interviews before the show came out. They said this was not going to be yeah the Resident Evil story, like, from the games exact at all. They said they were adapting those ideas and making it kind of like its own storyline, which is what it is so why are you complaining about all that stuff when you already knew that was happening i can understand you still not liking it yeah by itself as a show because it's not a very good show at the end of the day but you
1: can't complain about it It,
0: it, you can't complain you can't be shocked yeah it's so different you knew it was gonna be different exactly off rip
1: it's when people go in like that for anything where it's like the information was clear ahead of time it always makes me just feel like they're going into attack just because yeah. they're going to attack. And
0: like, I, like I said, I get it. It's it's something you, should, you might hold dear. You might like really, really love it. And I get it. Trust me, I do. But is it really that bad? I don't really think so. From what I saw, I'm like, there's things that are worse, worse bitching about. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like so. <sighs> come on, guys. The Resident Evil ruined my series. Dragon Ball Evolution came out and Dragon Ball's still making money. They're doing just fine. Resident Evil is going to be okay. The games have been doing very well. Resident Evil 7 and 8. Beautiful. We're getting a remake of arguably one of the most popular Resident Evil titles. Period. With four Leon Kennedy kicking it and upgraded visuals. You guys are fine. Yeah. Don't even trip. And... Y'all don't want no one-to-one remake of those games. Those games are fucking ridiculous. Just bad dialogue. There's bad dialogue in the games. (laughs) You are almost a Jill sandwich. Grade A writing. You want a live action of Resident Evil 4 where the president's daughter can bitch through the whole fucking season? (laughs) You don't fucking want that. Shut the fuck up. Just don't watch the show and one last and exactly what I said with, what a lot of people said with Cowboy Bebop if you don't like it don't watch it and then they didn't watch it and what happened it got cancelled don't fucking watch it it'll probably yeah. get cancelled then yeah, exactly. and then you don't even have to worry about it cause it's done Yeah. if it keeps going and it gets another I think it is getting another season in the Resident Evil live action um, then whatever just don't put your time into it it's okay play the games live your life who fucking cares uh, one last thing I want to talk about for it though is uh people I, I there's a lot of videos because we were watching like video youtube videos about it afterwards because i'm like i'm sure a lot of people didn't like this like we were all like yeah that was okay yeah some some things were for deeming. some of the references were kind of interesting but it was yeah.
1: utopia porn
0: <laughs> yes whatever that was blown way yeah. out of proportion i was
1: like that's a line in that thing like someone someone was shocked and then a bunch of people who didn't see it like me were just like what the fuck but yeah I'm, like it was it's, it's like a like, second of like how i many? forgot
0: that happened until like i saw the videos like focused solely on that i was like oh my god i even forgot that was a thing who the fuck cares but um yeah when we saw videos of like and a, a lot of people are like oh another show ruined because of wokeness how is this show woke? please explain to me how this show is woke is it because there's black people in the show they made Wesker black. It's going woke. Oh, shut the fuck up. They pick Lance Reddick R- because Lance Reddick is cool. Lance Reddick is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Lance Reddick does in his spare time? He chills and plays Destiny, and his dogs sit by him while he plays Destiny. That's dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he he he's just a cool guy. If you don't like his portrayal of of Wesker, and I it's weird because it's different. Like I said it's a different it's essentially like a different universe yeah then who cares just play the regular games and you'll have wesker <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> like oh, da, 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 da. and i forget what the channel is called and you know what i'm glad i forgot because i don't even want to give them credit because we went to their channel and we're like scrolling through their videos and it's like oh you're just that guy but he was like complaining about the woke- wokeness in the show and one of the first scenes talks about oh da, da, and then there's this apocalypse there's never been an apocalypse in a resident evil game ever the resident evil is not about yeah it's not the same as the games oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's just a creative way to
1: put it into the movie in a and, sense
0: and also the movies did that with an apocalypse as the movie and i know the movies dissolve into bullshit yeah <laughs> but even still yeah it's already been done so what are you complaining it's happened already but anywho they're like such such characters Talking to their daughter da, 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 because they're doing this their video chat and I have to mention I all bring up that it's a biracial family for some reason da, da, da. I'm like you didn't have to bring that up why did you bring that up yeah. what was the point of bringing that up what does that have to do with anything yeah, happening in this nothing scene
1: to, oh my god also, two people fell in <laughs> love and they have different skin colors fuck you
0: yeah <laughs> like- also the the dude with the daughter on the video chat is not even her real father so it's just oh even so i'm just like so you were fucking wrong because you didn't even wait (laughs) and i was just like i was like turn this fucking video off i'm so done (laughs) like fuck you bro you guys just assume that shit is woke because old people of color on the screen Oh my god, they're a talking. Color. They're talking. Oh my god, That's... same sex relationship. Where's, where's the whistle? Where's the whistle? And I am all for hating on the fucking bullshit pandering. I talked mm-hmm. about that with that scene in Cowboy Bebop with Faye and the mechanic girl she met and had sex with in the same episode, the mechanic girl was introduced in and Faye reveals her whole backstory to the mechanic girl she just met and fucked before she told it to Jet and Spike even though that gets revealed the very next episode so why did they do it in this episode to this character that's only in this one it's dumb yeah that's the pandering them being black had nothing to fucking do with anything in the show they just happened to be black no one ever put their race into like question in the show at all ever not a single time (laughs) not a not a single fucking time they just happen to be cast that way who cares and then there's a scene early and like it's like the first episode where like one of the it focuses around like it jumps between two timelines like post whatever happened with the zombies and pre like the events leading up to it and so Two of the main characters are these two sisters, and one of the sisters, the younger sister, they just got to this new school in New Racket City, da, da 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 And this bully archetype character, kind of like the archetype character in Stranger Things 4, just mean for the sake of being fucking mean. Yeah. You know, pops up and is an asshole. Da-da, who cares? I want to punch those characters in the face. But whatever. And people were like, oh, so cringy when, I uh, believe the the girl's name is Billy, like the, the younger sister of the two main sisters. She's like, oh, I'm vegan. This and that?" That's the only time it's ever fucking mentioned that she's vegan. Was it for, like, and a joke? And it's just or... to set up the fact that the girl is bullying her. Oh. So I was like, who the fuck cares? It's never mentioned again. Why are you harping on this so hard? Who cares? This is the first episode. Like, this isn't Resident Evil. They're setting up the character Vegans
1: and black people don't exist, Kyle.
0: They're setting up characters. They're not jumping off the top with zombies. This is leading up to the point where it's like, oh, this is why it happened because Umbrella fucking sucks. You know why
1: no one should ever want a one-to-one adaptation? Because I am. I always imagine if I was watching it, I'd be like, wow, this is just like the cut cutscene from the game. Why don't and I then, just play the yeah, game? I'd be like, I'm like, oh, and this is the part where they do the cool. T-
0: fuck i want to play the game you turn it off and play it it's no, kind of like when the persona show came out and that wasn't a one-to-one either but it's just like why not just play the game it's better <laughs> yeah and it's just like and if you don't like this reimagining of retelling of the show just play the game play the game, because it's better but it is not woke when none of that shit had anything to do with anything else that happened to the core plot involving like the zombies, involving umbrella corp, involving what leads up to it, involving da 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 of this and that this.
1: Okay, if the zombie sniffed the vegan girl and was like turned away and didn't like attack her, and she was like, It's because she
0: doesn't eat meat. The I'd be like, I, be, uh, I, 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 yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah. cringe. Yeah, like, that would uh. be uh... <laughs> But no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing nothing like that uh my biggest complaint with the show is that the main sister the older sister uh jade i fucking hate jade jade fucking is stupid she's very impulsive and a lot of issues happen because jade is stupid and impulsive and it's like jade fucking stop every episode whether it be like the flashbacks like the past things that lead up to stuff or like the future like the post with all the zombie stuff happening Jade, stop, stop doing shit. (laughs) Like the whole time you're watching, you're like, dude, stop doing shit. There's one scene that pisses me the fuck off because they're onto something very important and they just have to wait a few weeks to get something to help confirm it or to test it. All they gotta do is wait like a week or two. Jade cannot wait those fucking two weeks and she does something that leads to someone dying a traumatizing event and it's just like if you just waited the two weeks jade you wouldn't have to worry about anything (laughs) jesus i fucking hate jade so fucking much so hopefully she shapes the fuck up but if current time jade like with the post zombies is still like that that means every time that because the flashbacks aren't done they haven't wrapped up everything in the past so they're gonna do that again in season two if they get a season two that just means flashback jade is still going to be awful yeah <laughs> so so now i'm just like fuck i have to deal with this shit if i want if another season comes out i'm gonna want to know if it's better so like it's like... but see those are my issues with the show and you know like there's a lot of poor writing a lot of poor direction but like woke. come on now guys it's not woke yeah and i was looking through that guy's like channel history it was just like a lot of shitty takes like one of them was like uh what's it called Elden Ring is actually a very good game and it's not game of the year worthy and this and don't waste it when Elden Ring has probably yeah. is arguably the most critically acclaimed game of the year. Yeah, easily. Like
1: I know people are making memes about Stray taking over but those are those are memes. Like mm-hmm. Stray looks fun, but it the reason why it's like, half
0: price than other new games is Because it it, it knows what it is. Yeah, and it looks fantastic. I can't wait to play it. It's a different kind of game. But yeah, I was just like, I'm sorry that a game came out that offered an amazing single player experience and you don't like it for some strange reason. An amazing complete single player experience, I might add. It's because it got popular. Yeah. Single player experience. No extra content necessary. Just plenty to do in the base game itself. So if they do expand on it, that's cool. That's just extra shit, but there's on so much on top of much. the full game. <laughs> and there, I've seen the map.
1: I've seen play. Too. Like it's, it's, it's big. It, it
0: looks so refreshing. The gameplay looks fun. It looks very refined for a Soulsborne game. The world. It's very refreshing to see like a complete single player experience in one fucking. Time. Yeah. So when I do eventually play it, I know I'm not going to escape it. That's why I yeah. haven't started yet. Exactly. I have to get through other stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, "You're one of these guys." And then it was a bunch of other shit that I was just like, "You're one of these fucking people." So, <laughs> <laughs> oof. But yeah, and that that just leads me into like talking about the upcoming Yu Yu Hakusho live action that is coming out. I believe it's December of next year. They they said it's yeah. coming. Uh, we we now know all the cast members. Uh, I would look them up. I, they're, they're all Asian, too.
1: Is it American-made or J- Japan-made?
0: Uh, I don't know. It, I'm not sure. Curious
1: what language they're going to speak in, you know?
0: Yeah, me too. But they're all Asian. But they've we see all the cast. We've seen the Yusuke, the Karama, the Hiei, and the Kuwabara. Uh And, you know, people are like... <laughs> The Heay and Karama aren't pretty enough. <laughs> cool Bar doesn't have the pompadour, they ruined it. Boy, if they did a one-to-one remake of Yu-Yu Hakusho with all that accurate shit and Cool Barra had that goofy ass pompadour in live action, y'all would complain about how stupid it looked. They're, they're just mad Blake Griffin didn't get cast. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> and I was just like. I'm like, y'all expected him to have this pompadour? I knew that pompadour was not coming. Does he have well, red hair, at least? Yeah, it's like red. Oh, it, 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 it's the same shade. They're accurate with that. Uh, fuck it. And at the blue uniform on it seems. Fuck it. it. It was accurate enough for me. I was just like, we'll see. When it comes out, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and people are like, well, the stage play did it right. Yeah, stage plays are meant to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. That's why the costumes are so over the top accurate because yeah. it's meant to. They're costumes—they're silly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like this is a live action. It's meant to be a show. <laughs>
1: just... You want to stand out on a stage too, so that's why. Yeah, They're exactly. More vibrant, that, that's ridiculous. the that's
0: that's the whole point. Yeah, in a movie you don't want a play is is definitely more for the actual theatrics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... Oh man, I gotta
1: take you to a musical one day, man. I know. We we gotta do a we gotta do a drink tasting uh, of oh, like, me, like, oh, that like be, Phantom of the Opera. That'd be fun. I would love that.
0: I would love that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm waiting. You know, despite live action's awful fucking track record, there's very few hits. One of the hits is a series based on a manga series by a, a dude who's into little kids. Mm. Uh, so that sucks. That one of your good ones is that. But I digress yeah. I digress I'm not gonna say something is bad Until I've actually seen it Yes, yeah. Can say it's bad And also Even if this shit is absolute dog shit It's not gonna ruin My favorite series for me Because I own my favorite series You can
1: read it I can You read can, it. Watch I it. can watch you it You can take your Funkos out and
0: reimagine it, it. I posters
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> like like, he's got fucking, rule 34
0: on his on his laptop you know I gotta get that fucking time, rule 34 inches is oh, cool no. bar you know how it is <laughs> nah but <laughs> but it's like one of those things it's like it's not gonna ruin Yu Yu Hakusho for me cause I'll be like oh well, that sucked anywho <laughs> like I can just turn around and live my life just like with Cowboy Bebop's live action oh that got cancelled anywho I'll turn on actual Cowboy Bebop yeah <laughs> So it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I get, I get being upset, especially like knowing, like I'm a Yu Yu Hakusho's, everyone knows, number one favorite anime series of all time, anime manga series, top, top of the list, top of the morning. Uh, so I will be like, you know damn well I'm going to review it on a drink testing, tasting when the live action comes out because there's no way I can't. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where if it's shit, yes trust and believe i will tear this shit apart because yeah i'm gonna tear this shit apart i i got a lot of knowledge Yu yeah. you i'm gonna tell you what the bullshit is about it if there's any good things i'll bring it up but at the end of the day i'll be like yeah i'm not fucking with it i'm just gonna watch Yu haka show and that'll be it it's gonna be a movie no it's a show okay it's a do series. you know
1: how much the first season is probably gonna
0: cover i don't know we, we know very little. We know it's coming out next year. December could just be a placeholder. They're just saying it's coming within that year. It, I feel like they're
1: either going to end it on Rando or right before Rando and season two is going to be Rando up to it, the beginning of the Dark Tournament.
0: I think, yeah, I think it just depends on how they choose to, like, adapt the arcs and yeah. how many episodes they're going to. I'm assuming the episodes are going to be, like, you know, the general, like, 40 minute long things, 40, 50 minute long episodes like Netflix yeah. likes to do. And I'm assuming there's probably going to be no more than ten, so I could see them like kind of like condensing. Yeah, the like, first season, like the first, like the Spirit Detective Saga, into that one season. They could do that, like especially Yusuke, live action. Yusuke's going to get his body back by the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely a hundred percent. And then they can like put the the Hie Kurama... uh what's his name, Goki. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> so like two and three arguably just episode two yeah (laughs) like like, i could see it being a two and three but arguably just episode two and then have rando be like two episodes yeah have the four saint beast be like three episodes (laughs) and then wrap it up with the yukina rescue that's true that'd be like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten episodes so yeah they could stretch the rando arc a little bit more If, if they, ideally, if they got 10 episodes, they they could milk that shit into 10 episodes. I feel like
1: they would end it with Rando because it would be the first tournament and they would kind of make the fights a little, maybe more intense.
0: My, my only concern with that is the reason why I kind of would rather them just condense the stuff is because they're going to stretch those 40 minute episodes out. Yep. So, oh, I'm looking for Goki for 30 fucking minutes. (laughs) I'm looking for Goki.
1: It could. Netflix does that shit.
0: And I don't want to sit there and watch this live-action Yusuke walk around the city and do nothing for a half an hour. <laughs> so I'd re- I I know people would be like, man, they're just cramming all this shit in. I feel like it would work out better if they did. But you're also correct. They love doing that. We just saw Stranger Things four do that. So it's entirely possible they're gonna stretch that bitch out and then we're gonna end on Rando and then they're gonna tease Four Saint Beast for season two and then they get canceled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> question, question. How would you feel if they stretched it out, but added more slice of life moments, and you liked it? It de-
0: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It depends on how good the slice of life moments are.
1: Because they could potentially do really good slice of life moments. It, it
0: entirely depends on how good those moments are. If they're fucking boring, then it's gonna, it's just gonna drag it down even more. But if they're enjoyable, if they feel natural to the characters, that'll be cool. I'd be down for that. Yeah and then what i was gonna say is i could see them like stretching if season let's say for example they do condense them and season one is like the spirit detective saga i can see them cashing in on that idea and it's like all right we want to make the dark tournament in like two seasons but it's going to be like dark tournament part a and dark tournament part b yeah i could see them doing that
1: there's like season one season two dark tournament dark tournament
0: yeah 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 like, i could i could totally see them doing that because the dark Tournament's such a long
1: arc and they could really they could potentially stretch out saint beast a little longer and make it good because those mm-hmm. fights could be they're intense but no, they could no, be they, more intense they,
0: they, they could definitely do that and it, it'd be one of those th- i'm interested to see how the saint beast are gonna look yeah. i'm interested to see how a lot of these demons are gonna look in line back oh my god yeah how much budget you're putting into this bitch but, uh, yeah, I could definitely see them doing like a part A to Dark Tournament. And it ends, I don't want to say too much because you're watching it right now. Yeah. But it would end right before the semifinals. And then part B would be the semifinals and then the finals.
1: Makes sense. And the, the semifinals
0: bites. would be short. It'd be like maybe like a two or three episode ordeal. And then the rest of it would be the stuff leading up to the finals, the finals, and the conclusion. And then Chapter Black, they could make one season they could, chapter black is isn't nearly as it's it's like not super short but it comparatively to the dark tournament it feels short okay and then the three kings arc i would like them to add more stuff if they let's say if they got that far yeah i would like them that because you could because the anime does the anime adds stuff to three kings because that's when uh takashi's hell comes into yeah. question a lot of awkward things happen with it so the anime adds stuff in to, to fill it out a little bit more. So they could do that with season four and like make it kind of like their own thing and then just wrap up. That's my idea if they did it. That If I was in charge of a Yu Yu Hakusho live action... <laughs> O.J. by O.J. Would,
2: Simpson? Yes.
0: That's how I would do it. Season one, Spirit Detective Saga, cliffhanger to the Dark Tournament. Dark Tournament's a little longer of a season, so we're going to split it part A, part B. Season three would be Chapter Black, Season 4, Three Kings, we're done. Don't add anything else. Don't add content to this. Do not add new arcs. Do not add new villains. Don't do it. Kubar's gonna I'm...
1: fuck a sister. It's Netflix. <laughs> just fucking gonna raw. Fuck. Just
0: fucking <laughs> raw backshots, Yukina, right? Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so upset. I'd be Aww. so mad. Not only would it not fit Kuwabara's character, I'd just be disgusted. I'd be like, I fucking hate you. I hope they don't try and add a love triangle with Botan and Yusuke. Yeah. See, I'm. I know I'm all down for changes because I see them coming. I yeah. expect them with live action. Don't do stupid shit. Like, yeah, don't do no love triangle. It's unnecessary. Botan and Yusuke had a strictly platonic friendship. And it was perfectly fine. That's Everyone okay. enjoyed it.
1: It's okay for male and female characters to characters have, have
0: friendships yeah. that are completely platonic. Case in point, Yu Yu Hakusho. Another case in point, um, Ichigo <laughs> and Rukia. <laughs> yes! Yes! Niggas is mad as hell right now. Niggas uh, is fuming. They fucking, they fucking uh, <laughs> is
1: play sin- the Severoth theme as they uh, deleted this podcast. You know so that, that
0: meme with the white dude with the vein in the- his head? <laughs> That's them right now. Like, how fucking dare you? Ichiruki for life! <laughs> Ichiruki! The canon would beg to differ, and it'll never change. Anywho. <laughs> 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 oh man i love to see shippers mad like fuck yeah. you guys you're yeah. disgusting bakugo
1: dude. and ochako
0: no that's that shit is disgusting i don't not.
1: i don't even get it we did yell at these guys already once before when we did talk about my hero yeah so. <laughs> i don't
0: get it no like even with other ships i'm like i kind of can see it Yeah. That, uh- these two don't even interact
1: oh my god he respected her once
0: <laughs> while she had deku on the mind exclusively
1: yeah Stupid. Niggas <laughs> is weird, bro. He saw value in a woman that he knows he'll be fighting crime alongside with one day. Like, oh no. It <laughs> must she's be such what? such a
0: bad boy and she's such a good girl. So the fuck what? Uh, uh, Ugh.
1: <laughs> get your fucking 80s rom-com brain out of here.
0: God, bro. This nigga's making me sick. You know how many times I've interacted since that moment at the tournament? Zero. Once. 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 Literally <laughs> once. And I don't even think it's on panel when I read it. I think it's just brought up that she asked him something. Yeah, that's right. But I don't even think it was necessarily pertaining to him exclusively. It was I think like it was something still Deku based. Yeah, she's like, so I'm still
1: just like. She's like, what color d- underwear does Deku wear? And he's like, mm, Deku. If shippers are like, they
0: speak. The only love triangle between Deku, Bakugo, and Ochako is them both lusting for Deku. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the triangle. Yeah, that is the triangle. <laughs> It's like, you know how people are like, well, maybe there was a love triangle between Riku, Sora, and Kairi. Yeah, because yeah. Kairi and Riku love Sora. Yeah. <laughs> they are on his dick. R- Riku
1: doesn't try to, like, Riku tries to protect Kyrie, but he also wants Sora to protect Kairi. So he pushes Sora and makes yeah, fun of him for not, like not protecting rivalry, Kairi. And it's like yeah. a in this sense
0: of, like, I want to do better. I want to push you, too.
1: It's like, he's like, I want Sora to kiss Kairi already. Hey Sora, winner of this race kisses (laughs) Kairi. Hey, Hey.
0: (laughs) he wants to kiss Kairi, and Sora's stupid. Yeah, (laughs)
1: his big ass feet.
0: Yeah, I just watched like a three hour retrospective video somebody did about the whole king, up to three. They didn't go to three, because I think it was like a little before, it was like a little after three came out. But my favorite part of the, the dude had me laughing, because my favorite parts of the video, he was like, so then Sora and his boyfriend, (laughs) and I was just like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. So then, in Dream Drop Distance, Sora and his boyfriend Riku go and say, "It was just like, yeah, <laughs> Riku. Essentially, you're right." Haley Joel
1: Osment fucking killed it with that homosexual little voice. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> but Sora could win because, say it with me, everybody: my friends are my power. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is light. light. Ansem was like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, it's bright. <laughs> it just <laughs> fucking died. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> Sora, close the door with me and Riku behind it. <laughs> Why are you in there, Mickey? You're never gonna know until you get point oh seven of fragmentary passage. <laughs> That's gonna be over a decade late. <laughs> over a decade later. Oh, so that's why Mickey was in there. Yeah. I'm looking for this bitch that was introduced a couple years ago. <laughs> even, even that, he was after fucking Kingdom Key D. I know, but, but still. But it's like, you didn't know that in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, yeah. Side note, one thing I forgot is that Nomura is fucking insane because he plans so many things, stupid things ahead of time. Yeah. The secret ending, I forgot this, the secret ending in Kingdom Hearts 1 is the fucking scene with Rox's dual-wielding keyblades in yeah. the, the yeah. world that doesn't exist. And he drops exist,
1: and he fights like...
0: You don't get context to that until three, five, eight I days. I forget, is he fighting
1: Riku or Ansem? It's Riku. Ansem.
0: It, Riku Ansem. But you don't get context to that until three, yeah. five, eight days.
1: Yeah, but it's Ansem's body, right? I'm trying to remember.
0: It's so it's Riku. No, what? it's Riku. Riku but blindfolded?
1: Like the, the, yeah, the okay. darkness in okay. him. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. But you don't yeah. get-
0: the yeah. fact that I was like, "There's that big of a gap between that cut," I was like, "Namora, you're fucking crazy." Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I was so upset. Dude, I at was, the end, because I forgot that cuts. I was like, "That's the, the secret ending the
1: one." Do you want to know what the ending of twos was? All of a sudden, three armored motherfuckers with keyblades run at an old man, and it's it fucking. And you're like <laughs> Spider Man.
0: What, <is, laughs> what is this? Why is this kid that kind of looks like Sorokin? served over ice (laughs) and then they were like You got no context there we're gonna release three games right bro (laughs) the kingdom hearts story is much deeper than you think because without any of that if they just was like here we go kingdom hearts chain of memories 2 we're done no one would ever question it yeah no one would ever question it they're like okay that was a little weird but all right but they're like nigga you thought we was done (laughs) is no, like, I'm fucking insane! <laughs> <laughs> the
1: darkness, Square Enix! The darkness! So we're gonna have birth by
0: Sleep, which is set before everything, Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have three, five, eight days over two, and it's gonna be set with this and with the organization. All right, All right. <laughs> so they're
1: gonna fight heartless. They're gonna fight nobodies. They're gonna fight fucking dreams and voids. And- Don't
0: forget about the Unverse. The unverse, that's what I meant. fucking forgets about the unversed. When
1: they popped up in three, I was like, oh shit,
0: those things. Yeah, I remember them. Uh, they've been them. by sleep. That was never explained. They're Ansem's darkness. Okay. I guess. <laughs> it's cool
1: to see them in the three this is the final one right wait why is fucking homeboy with the eyepash carrying a fucking chest the masters are here what the
0: and you know what the funny part is when you realize the universe only exists because it wouldn't make any sense for emblem hearts to exist in birth by sleep because that was due to ansom's research into heartless which happens after birth by sleep so they couldn't have those heartless there because that'd be a, a continuity error because yeah. those shouldn't exist yet so, we have to make something up, Unversed. Unversed, yep. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. That's they literally why they threw exist. them into
1: three because people were like, so where'd they go? Oh, they're right here.
0: Here they are. There. They, they've always kind of been there. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. No, they haven't. No, they fucking haven't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but all jokes aside, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ryan. <laughs> I just want you to know this nigga was peeing for like a minute and a half. <laughs> And before that, like a, like about 40 minutes ago, I had paused it because I thought he had to go to the bathroom.
1: It was when I was dancing for Battle
0: Network. Yeah, and he was just, I was like, oh, did you have to go to the bathroom? He was like, nah. He told me just now, like, after I said that, that's when he needed to go. So he waited. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's get into something more serious, you know? Like Marvel, baby!
2: Ow! So
0: phase four is, is soon to be wrapping up. I'm soon to be cashing up. <laughs> I've been busy, so I haven't I haven't watched past episode two of Hawkeye yet. But I, I, I'm gonna get to it. It'll happen. Don't rush me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get to it. Then when Thor: Love and Thunder comes on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. Uh, I've heard mixed things. Yeah. Um, there I've heard people still like it though. I've heard a lot, there's a couple of like heavy comic fans. I've heard they they're like I still liked it. Yeah. I've heard some people say they didn't really like it. From from what I, what I see,
1: is it follows a similar kind of like um, comedy element that um, uh, Ragnarok had. Mm-hmm. And it, Ragnarok was fun because it was like
0: we never seen Thor like this mm-hmm, to that degree. Yeah. So maybe they maybe it was just too much of that. Maybe. Maybe they tried to cash in on a thing they already cashed in on. Yeah, like Baby I don't group. know. Yeah, exactly. But we'll, we'll. I'll. I'll preserve my judgment. Like people, you know, didn't really like Multiverse of Madness. I don't think it's the greatest thing ever, but it it's, was fun.
1: It was still fun. So you watched it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I remember I was messaging yeah. you. When yeah, I yeah, it. that's yeah, right. You're yeah.
1: right. So I forgot to mention this, boy. Um. So you've seen Loki? Oh
0: yeah, yeah and you've love seen
1: Loki. Multiverse of Madness. Yes, sir. Do you know who Kang is? Do I know, like, in show and, and what his comic book name is? Or at least possibly one version of King?
0: Mm,
1: probably not off the top of my head. Franklin Richards. Oh! So, my personal theory is, remember how at the end of Loki, he's like, one, one of me will oh, come up. Oh, I get it <laughs> now. Someone, someone who has
0: a son just fucking died. Uh-oh, spaghetti yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look what Wanda did. <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's, that's- my theory. That's my theory. Day 4 is all over. I'm like, is it, though? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> They're laying groundwork. Yeah, people kept saying that, but I'm, when I watched Loki, I was like, well- Kang is clearly being set up as the villain and they're Mm -hmm. just clearly setting up multiverse junk while like wrapping up older heroes kind of like storylines to like pass them on to other heroes so they'll be set up to join the whole multiverse stuff. That was my idea of what Phase 4 was pretty much. You're concluding old storylines, passing torches, setting up multiverse shit. That's why it feels chaotic because there's a lot going on at once, Mm -hmm. but that's what it's for. Because when they did show the roadmap for for Phase 5... He made a note to say Sam Wilson's gonna be in the next Captain America. I was like, good. <laughs> fucking better. He movie. is. After I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then I heard like, oh, they might not keep him. I heard word of that. I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. If that is true. No. But at least it, even even if he's not like the Captain America in that next move, at least he's there, and I'm hoping he plays a good major role. I really enjoyed. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like that idea of his character growth as him growing to accept himself as feeling like he deserved it after Cap saw, after Steve saw, like, you, you deserve this. Yeah. I see you as the next person.
1: I I could, uh, theorize, I've seen a couple theories about New World Order and one that I have is they're going to, uh, kind of like Loki maybe adapt the, the whole Hydra Steve That'd be interesting. Cause it does end with, uh, young Hydra Steve, um, fighting, uh, Sam Wilson, mm-hmm. I believe. Or oh. no, it ends with, I just, wait, am I mixing things up? I thought, I think it ends with old man Steve in a suit fighting that Captain America.
0: Cause it's not actually <laughs> so Captain America. excuse to have old man Steve. Well, how would they do that in the MCU? Because he passed away. He passed the Oh, he did? Yeah. Damn. And, yeah, yeah. That's, Captain- that's that's what happens at, at the start of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Damn! I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. And then instead of... Because after he already gave the shield to Sam, like, Sam... His whole character arc is feeling like he's not worthy enough for the shield. Hmm. So he, he's giving it as a donation to a museum because they make a museum for Steve. Because, you know, he's such a decorated hero. He's the first yeah. Avenger. Da-da-da-da. So he's giving for that and then they recruit the new yeah. Captain America and then that thing and it leads to U.S. agent. Uh, so that's the whole plot behind that because, yeah, he was old. So I was like, okay, so he passed away. They, they yeah. wrapped up Cap's story. That's it's good. Done. I'm glad. I'm but that's fact. why I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it was Bucky trying to get over the trauma of what he did in the past when he was brainwashed and try to be a better person and dealing with that and not being such a loner. Especially since Steve was gone. And then Sam trying to, you know, live up to that name because he felt the pressure of it. And they, they bombed because of that. Because Sam, Bucky was mad. I talked about this before when I talked about Winter Soldier. But Bucky was mad that Sam gave up the shield. Because he's like, Cap gave that to you. or Steve gave that to you. Because, you know, he thought you were a good person. And Steve... Thought I was a good person, so if you don't think that, then maybe I'm not a good person. Like he, yeah, he had a lot of trauma weighing him, weighing him down because of that stuff. So that's why I, the show is interesting, and like they're again, their chemistry is fucking great. Anthony Mackie and uh, Sebastian Stan have fucking great on-screen chemistry. Yeah, no, they're that's really like good being together. like a duo of heroes.
1: The the moment I realized how great they are together was in Civil War when they were fighting Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It, it worked. It worked really
0: well. Yeah, that in the car scene. <laughs> Can you move your seat? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. See, a lot of my favorite moments in Civil War are like funnier moments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz they do the Civil com-
1: War wasn't that good. <laughs> it, the camaraderie of the MCU was fun. Yeah. I, I say was fun.
0: Mm, yes. Um, yes, yes. A yes, lot
1: yes. of relationships have died because characters are gone. He's gone. gone. So
0: Things it- are switching up. Things are rocky between people that remain. Cause yeah. They didn't have a strong of relationships. So, like Doctor Strange didn't know those people that well. The only people he has a very strong bond with are Peter, and now he do, well, not even Peter anymore yeah. because he doesn't remember Peter. Yeah, he just <laughs> probably is like Spider Man's cool guy. I helped him yeah. before, which sucks because they built that like rapport. Mm-hmm. And he is like, and he he really was like looking out for the kid. I think uh, I think Doctor Strange will be the first person to remember who Peter Parker is. I can see that being a thing. Especially with all the crazy shit going on for Doctor Strange. So, um, by the way, America Chavez, oh, I hit the mic, was
1: supposed to be in uh, No Way Home. Was she? I think that was initially supposed to be the the multiverse tool, but then they decided against it. Because initially, I think the movie was supposed to be, she accidentally brought Spider-Man villains in. But then they, uh, I think a lot of everybody wanting the original Spider-Man in it. They
0: changed up things and moved her to Multiverse and Madness. I think that worked, though. It because worked. Because I feel like it'd be a little too messy mm-hmm. in No Way Home for that to be a thing because then now she's involved with that and then you have the Doctor Strange thing. I like how she was more introduced in a relationship with Doctor Strange in Multiverse. Because mm-hmm. she was friends with this one Doctor Strange that was, like, going to sell her out because, like, well, this is the only way. But this Strange is different. She realizes, like... You know they're different people in every universe yeah and this strange is very like breaking the mold from the other doctor Stranges. he doesn't go too too f- he me- he messes up he gets a little too cocky because that's who he is but he never has like these like i'm gonna go too fucking far with my powers you know yeah. whereas like a lot of other universes doctor Stranges will that might be a point
1: in like their wrap ups, in mm. their wrap-up movies that's very
0: true because he but has I, the fucking dark hole eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was such a funny ending. He's like, ah. I was like, why was that the ending of the movie? He's like, let me walk down the street. Oh my god! <laughs> my eye! And then and then fucking Cle- Cleo shows up and she's like, let's go. And he's yeah. like, okay. I was like, that was so random. Do you think Wanda is dead dead? No. I yeah. I, I agree. I, like if she is then i'm like okay she is i think she faked her death and is hiding in the mm-hmm. i'm like if she is though okay she is whatever she, she, you know she realized she was crazy at the end <laughs> but um yeah the way it happened i'm like i don't know i don't think she's dead i don't think so bro yeah um, no
1: she she can't be dead
0: and then yeah multiverse of madness was, was okay it was fun but it was okay uh Zombie Strange was metal as fuck and I loved that part. Yeah. That part was fucking cool. Yeah. He was like fuck you. I'm a zombie. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like that that was cool. I like that. I dug that and I dug the payoff of that when he buried him. He was like, "Oh, wait, you know what I could do?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool." So yeah, I'm looking forward to it and then uh I think they have another show coming out and then Wakanda Forever or something like that. I believe so. I can't remember phase four i think they have one more show coming out um echo right is that coming out soon i think echo's phase five okay They have. i think they have something else and then wakanda forever and i believe it was a show
1: so um a little um uh apparently echo is going to also feature daredevil and the rumor is... She-Hulk. That's She-Hulk. the other thing yeah, coming out. Yeah, She-Hulk. It,
0: Daredevil is supposed to appear in that, too. Oh, really? Yeah. They, oh, they, they, they did They dropped another trailer for it. I don't know if you saw it. No, I haven't. Looks much better. Makes the show look a lot better, because not a lot of people were feeling yeah. that first trailer. Uh, but yeah, at the very, very, very end of the trailer, like, last two seconds, mm-hmm. he, like, rolls in in front of her. And, like, it doesn't show him, show him, but, like, it's clearly him. Like, yeah. you can see his suit. And it's like, oh, okay, that's Daredevil.
1: That's cool. Yeah, no, I feel like he's going to now be holding the forefront of like the shows because he was for Netflix. Oh yeah,
0: like he'd be like kind of like the the show lead. Yeah, and then I can see um, strange in a sense, strange and like maybe like Sam being kind of like the yeah. the more mentorish character for the movie. They're the new Cap and Tony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because definitely Sam. Sam yeah. fits that mentor world. He he's like built for it. Yeah. And then after Strange with Peter at America Chavez, like, it, 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 it works for him, too. Yeah. No, I'm really excited about all this. And uh, I
1: don't know, if, did you see the poster for Quantumania? No. Um, It looks like um the all-grown-up daughter is also going to be donning a suit. Oh! I forget it's, it's purple. I forget what people said. It's a, a certain bug, character.
0: Bug family. Oh, my God. They should have called it Ant-Man 3 Bug Family. But
1: <laughs> also, The next episode, you're going to see a blue one. And you're going to be like, Ryan, what's that? I'll be like, I sold Aquabug to Marvel. I
0: feel like, Ryan, Ryan, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to, so yeah, She-Hulk's coming out. And then the end of phase four is Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Trailer for Wakanda Forever came out. I'm not going to lie. I got a little emotional the first time I watched it. it,
1: it it's a good trailer. <laughs> like, it's a good trailer.
0: I, I was just like. Wakanda forever, it's my one nigga. of those really
1: cool trailers that
0: have, like, no words. It's just... Yeah. So you, you don't know what to fully expect yet. Oh
1: my god, fucking Namor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that is the villain. Yeah, cool, 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 yeah, cool, Yeah, they're cool. gonna do the Wakanda so versus Atlantis. Uh, Gabe and I were talking about... Because Ryan has the idea that it might be set... This movie might actually be set during the snap i don't think it's entirely
1: plausible but i do feel like it that'd could. be a
0: cool idea and nothing in the trailer I, I don't think anything in that trailer contradicts that yeah
1: especially because uh oh the only words were
0: um the mom being I'm, like i'm the queen I'm of the wakanda queen. and i've lost all my family i but I'm, I'm, I'm like but sherry's right there yeah so <laughs> e- like, so what is she? <laughs> either
1: either it's in the snap because and... i don't
0: think sherry was confirmed snapped was she no
1: she wasn't snapped Yeah, yeah all the people that weren't snapped were in the trailer
0: Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're definitely That's why,
1: um, also, um, it, uh, what's his name? The guy in Nope, um, Daniel Kaluuya, he was, is not in Wakanda Forever because he was filming him with Nope, so I'm like, oh, it could easily be like, yeah, he got snapped away too.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, so it's plausible. I don't know if they would. I wouldn't be mad or shocked if it was. But i don't know if they would i think they're just moving past the infinite i think this is just full move past infinity saga the the only like like um far from home was like the cap yeah. off to it. Uh, the like only, the epilogue of it.
1: the only reason i would think it would is if um if so it's the ending of this phase if the next phase is really going to push the mutant thing mm-hmm. um it would be interesting if it was just like okay mutants have been around for a number of years now because sometime during the snap this mutant arose and made it relevant that they exist because there's a rumor that the homeboy who played uh, Gus Fring in Breaking Bad, that guy, mm. might be Professor X. Ooh. I'm totally cool with that.
0: Ooh. I am
1: totally cool with that. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> Especially since, uh, what fuck? What's his name in role? Real- I, I feel so bad. What oh, Patrick that. Stewart? Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he was he was already like a variant world Professor X. Yeah. Man, he's... Yeah, fun fact <laughs> about Patrick
1: Stewart um, is his agent came up to him and put an X-Men comic in front of him. And he said, what am I doing on the cover of this comic book? And he said, exactly. And that's how the... <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: fucking awesome. That is the raddest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Because he, he he fucking nailed that. Those movies may be very hit or miss. Yeah. He nailed that role. Um, another
1: fun thing I'll throw in there is in the Ultimate Verse... They made Nick Fury black and designed a certain way they did because they thought it would be cool if one day Samuel Jackson played him in a movie. That's so fucking (laughs) rad.
0: (laughs) Like, I love shit like that. By Odin's fade, I didn't love that. (laughs) But, um, fuck, what I I was going to say. Oh, also shout out to having the OG, like, psychic chair. Oh, yeah. In, in fucking Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I was like, that was
1: cool. Yeah. I like, okay, that's cool. In the fucking trailer for when the chair was going and it played the X Men theme, I was like, you gotta be fucking
0: kidding. Me. I love it.
1: And then they killed them all. I love
0: that she, yeah, they fuck. Wanda fucking folded those niggas. Oh can my I, god. Can I? <laughs> Just please, I've been wanting to Regardless talk about it. Regardless of how you feel about Multiverse of Madness, you can't tell me that shit wasn't fucking hilarious when Wanda Folded the entire Illuminati These niggas just like Oh We've been controlling shit Behind the scenes of our world We have to shut down Strange Because he we went too far And this fucking like Tired mom Shows up And kills every single fucking one of them With little effort little effort she fucking black turns. bolt could kill you with his voice
1: <laughs> what boy boom she fucking turned fucking mr fantastic into spaghetti Getty, yeah. jim <laughs> halpert into spaghetti <laughs> oh
0: SpaghettiOs.
1: oh that by the way he's not prop john he's probably not gonna be the main Which mcu's bums me out because... that was entirely fan service
0: I, it bummed me out because I think he would have done a bang-up job.
1: I think maybe five years ago, him and Emily Blunt as Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman would have been perfect. It's just, it's unfortunate. The timing is not right.
0: Glad he got the cameo, at least. Because when I saw him, I was like, you know what? I could buy it.
1: So there's I a, could buy it. There's <laughs> a theory, and I don't know entirely because the movie, they announced Fantastic Four, the movie. Yes. Um,
0: Fantastic Four, so. um,
1: Oh, there is a pick. Someone who uh, um, auditioned for Star-Lord along with his co-star Matt, Rob McElhaney um, Glenn Howerton both of them auditioned for Star War- Star-Lord Star mm. did not get it um, There have been like semi-rumors and like a lot of people pick Glenn Howerton to be Mr. Fantastic mm. and I think that would be cool. He was filming something oh, recently, but he came back and he had a bald head. And he's like, yeah, no, this was, uh, shaved, you know, it was done for the thing I was filming. And I'm like, I'm like, he's either in a comedy where he plays a creep, or this is a fucking red herring. I feel like Glenn Howard would be a really cool Mr. Fantastic. Oh,
0: man. (laughs) That would be really fucking cool. Who do you think, okay, I know this is a, who do you think would be a good, like, the thing? Who do you think could work Um, that character out?
1: Who do I think would be a really good the Thing? Um, you know, I don't want to give him another role, but John Cena would do it good. I
0: will s- just say that. R- out r- there. That's my dog. <laughs> 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 damn, um, damn, they gave the Thing invisibility. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like Susan <Starr.
1: laughs> If they do just voice and kind of like have another person act it out. John um, Cena
0: as Invisible
1: no. Woman. No, here's... here's okay, <laughs> that'd be funny. Okay, if they have a stunt guy act out the thing, but a voice actor
0: voice be a thing... John Cena?
1: No, John Goodman. Mm-hmm. John Goodman as the thing would be fucking cool, but obviously not him being the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I we kind of deliver that Rocky voice kind of thing. Yeah, I could fuck with it. I could fuck with it. Yeah, like, how do you think they're going to do the thing? Is he going to be like... Well, they'll probably just CG. I'm like Hulk. Yeah, yeah. CG has come a long way. It'll be a as cool thing as long as it looks better than that fucking second iteration. The Fox. Oh my God! The court. fucking rocks, Rockman. <laughs> that shit was awful. Johnny Storm. They can get any fucking white guy that's kind of charismatic to be Johnny Storm. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Johnny Storm's cool, but I don't really care who plays him. They yeah. just have to have like kind of like. A good amount of charisma.
1: Johnny Storm is cooler when he's not in the Fantastic Four.
0: Yes. (laughs) Hot fucking take, but also not. No, it's true. Big facts. Who do you think can be uh, Susan Storm? Mm. That's
1: a tough one. I'd kind of want, like, an up-and-comer. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because if if there was going to be a female lead, I feel like they would white woman do you think Yeah, (laughs) exactly. What white woman from this large variety of white women. It's like get and honestly one thing I'm interested about, um, is people might get mad at this, but um, what skin color was King? Uh, if the theory is correct, uh, and John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic, they never showed Invisible Woman. We uh, don't know what what
0: what she they is. They already did it before, and I thought Michael B. Jordan was like one of the few strong points. Yeah. Of the what under- if, what I was if like, we had a black
1: Invisible Woman? I
0: was like, it's a shame that Michael B. Jordan couldn't carry a whole awful fucking movie on his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I know people will be mad out, but I'm like, what mad about, but I'm like, look, it
1: makes sense right here, so like. They're not ruining anything. They're actually making things align perfectly. In fact, I would
0: even be down. I'd argue. Well, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind what I was thinking. Forget it.
1: What Michael B. Jordan B. No, yeah, because
0: then I was like, wait, he was Killmonger. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a never shame. Mind. Forget it's a it. Shame. Do it again. I don't care. Love Do both yeah. people.
1: Chris Hurry Evans again. Make make them both. There's two. There's two Fire.
0: Yeah. Let them uh, variants everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the fucking nexus points and fucking insert and what was it? Insurgents and yeah. Fuck it, man. Let Terrence Howard back. be a war machine variant. <laughs> He can talk about his weird fucking math equation. Have you heard Terrence Tyre talk about his weird fucking math equation shit? Oh, you you told me about this once, yeah. Yeah, man, you know, uh, <laughs> I, the math wasn't ma- right, and so I made a new equation, man. It's fucking crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so, anywho, uh, I'm excited. I'm interested to see what they're going to do for Wakanda forever. Yeah. Because, you know... Shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, That that definitely struck a chord with me when I watched that trailer because I was like, that was beautiful. Oh, um. By the way, one thing that
1: makes me think that Wanda isn't dead is they're having an Agatha series, and I know it's yes, like yes, 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 because she was a very fun part of WandaVision. And I, I feel spark- like
0: Sparky's...
1: <laughs> I feel like she's going to be looking for the Darkhold, and she's gonna come across one, and she's gonna be like, I destroyed it.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's going to be what uh, you mean. Then they're
1: going to work together. And Agatha is going to join the Avengers because it looks like they lied and they said the Avengers movies were done. But now they're There's Avengers. fucking
0: two of them coming back to fucking back. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Just make the big tie-in ones. All them Avengers. I, I hope they don't make Agatha a good guy. <laughs> We don't need another Loki thing. Just a bunch of Loki's magic. Loki's already cool enough. Just a bunch of magic people throwing things at each other. But uh, just to read off phase five. Yes. So we're kicking it off uh, February seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Rapa Spring, twenty twenty-three. Secret Invasion. Uh, i believe that's a show
1: yeah it'll be a show it'll be um following the the events of the post credits of um uh far from home yes we're finally gonna get answers to that okay yeah my
0: boy samuel yeah he's in space fucking finally i I miss samuel (laughs) uh may 6 2023 we are finishing up the guardians of the galaxy storyline with volume three,
1: with uh, I wonder if it's still true, but I remember Mark Hamill is going to be the guy who created Rocket. There's oh. ho- so possibly th- the theory is it's like a fatherhood trilogy. The first one was about um, Gamora and her father. Second oh. one is Star Lord and his father. Third one, Rocket. wrapping it up, okay. Rocket and his father.
0: Okay, summer twenty twenty three, Echo. Hey, Disney series. You'll you'll get the sequel to the Hawkeye show. Oh, where? pretty okay. much okay cool 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 cool
1: but it's going to be daredevil possibly looking for jessica jones
0: bring it back that just means
1: bring- honestly if they bring kristen ritter back i know who's coming back as both hopefully power man and iron fist please just bring them back they bring were good back.
0: disney plus can make better shows than what what netflix did yeah bring them back they they worked well in the
1: my roles. my boy who played danny Rand did excellent
0: no i agree people hated that Uh, no i I am the immortal iron fist he's fucking crazy yeah (laughs) summer 2023 loki season two finally i say finally like i i watched loki when it came out i barely watched loki a few months ago i think this one is going to set up what the big big conclusion shit is Mm -hmm. going to lead into i'm so hyped though because loki was such a fucking well-written show it was so good it had no business being that fucking good July, I think it's 28th. This is blurry. It's late July uh, 2023. The Marvels! So we got technically the sequel to uh, Captain Marvel. I'm pretty sure
1: that's where um, X Men might get shown up in. Okay,
0: I'm down. I'm down. I I have a feeling, just
1: because of what uh, stuff is happening. Semi spoiler, but not going to say anything in Ms.
0: Marvel. Okay. November. Second? Or is that third? I think it's third, actually. November! 2023! <laughs> Finally! We are getting Blade in the MCU. Yes!
1: Maharshala uh, Malik. Oh, oh, Mali. My boy
0: Cottonmouth is
1: Blade. Ooh. No, that's a perfect casting.
0: I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. That's gonna be fire. Off-rip. I don't Morbius care. Morbius
1: 2. <laughs> it's morbid time. <topic. laughs> Intriguing. <laughs>
0: Then in fall of twenty twenty three, we are getting Ironheart. Cool. Fuck yeah, I'm down. I i do you know is there They dropped a little hint to her and um yeah, they I forget the girl's name, but they already casted her.
1: Is it the girl from um uh Jesse, the little girl that was in there? Cause I remember a lot of people were campaigning for the, I don't think Disney it's trailer. her. I remember a lot of people wanted her cuz they knew it was, she was going to grow up more mm, by the time. I no, I don't think it, it, it was
0: her. I think yeah. it's somebody else.
1: She would have been perfect.
0: She's good. They they hint her in the Wakanda Forever trailer. Oh. I don't know if you noticed but somebody was hammering like iron and then the heart shape pops out. Oh, that's what that was. That was Ironheart. Oh. Yeah yeah and i know she's supposed to feature in wakanda forever yeah that's when she's first introduced and then she's gonna have her show okay cool then winter it says winter 2023 2024 so somewhere around there we're getting agatha and the coven of chaos so for you agatha homies you agatha fans we're getting more of her spring 2024 when i watched the video of uh kevin feige like announcing shit people lost their minds daredevil born again Yep. we we knew we knew he was coming we didn't know exactly how but we knew he was coming yep.
1: charlie cox bro he is <laughs> he is he's one of the castings in the mcu that is absolutely perfect they always
0: have a few of them like like fucking robert downey jr was iron man you know charlie charlie cox he's daredevil yeah he's a hundred percent daredevil may of 2024 captain america new world order and then phase five ends with the thunderbolts so it's gonna be like us soldier
1: it's gonna be at agatha it's gonna be abomination Mm -hmm. a lot of the little villains
0: yeah yeah because abomination's gonna be in um she hulk yeah they showed her they showed him in the new trailer uh and then we move into phase six i'm i don't know if it's only gonna be these three things in phase six or they're only showing these three things in phase six because it's the major things, and yeah. I don't want to show anything else. Like, Shang-Chi yeah. is there, of yeah. course. But the three things Kevin Feige showed for phase six were Fantastic Four, so we still got a while. It's probably 2025. It's opening it up, right? Yeah. yeah. Then we have Avengers, I, f- I forget what it's called. I think it's like the Dynasty of Kang or something like that. It's something Kang. Well, like Kang Empire. Yeah. And then a few months later, we're getting Avengers Secret Wars. So that was that that actually surprised me. And when I was looking at all the the uh, the um the phase 5 stuff, I was like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool. A lot of stuff we already knew was coming. The Daredevil stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm down. I'm down." And then they were just like, "Let's talk about phase 6." And I was like, "Damn, nigga, work. Yep. You <laughs> got it planned. I was like, "All right. All right. Let's see where Yeah, he that's when they were officially like, "This is the multiverse saga. This is where we're at right now." Okay. So, um I remember I,
1: when uh, we got when I showed up earlier. I meant we were talking about this beforehand, and I mentioned that like, oh, like maybe it would be Kang instead of Doctor Doom if they were doing that Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they could even if I I didn't realize Fantastic Four was the beginning of the phase. It could totally be Doom working with Kang.
0: Oh yeah, and it could help build up into that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if Phase Six is only those three things. I think they just didn't want to tell you too much. Yeah. Because they're just like, focus on phase five stuff. Look at all this. Look at the plan we have. These are just the three keystones yeah. for phase six. In,
1: in phase like, six. Like, this is what's
0: going to start it, and these two are going to end it. I, but we're not going to tell you the in-between.
1: I guarantee there's going to be a Shang-Chi sequel in phase six, and I'm pretty positive there's going to be another Spider-Man.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're giving you time to, like, miss him. Especially yeah. after he had his trilogy and now no one remembers him. Now he's So just, he's going to be like building a rep on his own like he that. He is
1: now the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. The so, next Spider-Man movie won't be about Spider-Man. It'll be about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that'll be cool. That'll be fun because you'll have enough time to be like, oh, okay, we're going back to yeah. this. We're going to see how he's doing. And I, bet, I bet
1: we're not going to see him without his mask. I, if it's a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie, I feel like we're not going to see... Peter Parker without his mask until late on, and you're gonna take it off, and you see my boy Tommy H, and
0: you're gonna be like, "Oh, you're all grown up." They're gonna be like, "Tom, can you grow a beard?" I, 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 I maybe.
1: Maybe it's like <laughs> three hairs, but it's okay. We're proud of him.
0: No, no, John Krasinski beard. <laughs> That beer was thick. I know it worked though. <laughs> I was like, "God damn, look at my boy!" He, for a role
1: that was like a jokey fan service role, he fucking killed it.
0: Oh yeah, that's why I was like, "Damn, it sucks that they're not using him." Because yeah, no, he he did a good job. Also, I just <laughs> we we talked about it briefly with Black Wolf's mouth being shut, <laughs> but when that nigga's head exploded, bro, I I like laughed. I had to yeah. run that. I was like. <laughs> Oh my God! Can I tell you something awkward? Mm-hmm. I took my
1: mom to see that on Mother's Day.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you mentioned that. You said keep in mind when I was about to watch it that I that you were like I took my mom to watch this. On Mother's <laughs> <Day."> <laughs> Imagine that, bro. <laughs> it was awkward. Black boy, black bull can destroy you with one word from his mouth.
1: What mouth? Besides, she why like, did he
0: say anything? She um. Besides, <laughs> um.
1: She she liked Doctor Strange mm-hmm. as a character. So I wanted to but it was like besides all the violence and stuff, it was the whole concept of a mother who lost her children trying to kill people to like get them back. <laughs> I
0: was like, "Oh." It was awkward as fuck. Yeah, the the like that movie was it could have been a lot better but there were some parts that were like damn that hit heavy it was good like like the point where like she does get to the kids and they're like fucking scared of her they're like get the yeah. fuck away from us and bro and her fingers are all black because she's all evil yeah. dude dude and the ice cream song ice yeah. cream song
1: fucking slap boy yeah. go on youtube right now pull up multiverse of
0: madness ice cream song Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hit shout out to my boy wong <laughs> Holding it down. I was like, I know they didn't just kill my boy. And then later I was like, I knew they didn't kill my boy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's FaZe Wong. He he works too hard to be disrespected like that. (laughs) He is the Sorcerer Supreme. And I am the immortal Iron Iron. Fist. Yeah, the scene where Strange like bows him at the end, I was like, "All right, yeah, look at your growth, look at you." And I, feel
1: like Strange is gonna become Sorcerer Supreme again. The reason why this is Phase Wong is it's setting it up as Wong as Sorcerer Supreme. I feel like in one of these later big movies. I think, could die
0: I think he can be he's gonna be like more of like the Nick Fury type character yeah like where he's like get yeah, cuz like at the end of Shang-Chi and stuff he's yeah. like multiverse shit is happening I need your help come on let's yeah. go let's go come
1: all right on. come on come on you, big guy um somehow normal Mark Ruffalo we'll get to that later <laughs> <Come> <laughs> like, <here. laughs> like that was the part of Shang-Chi that I was like wait what it was I was like your Bruce is back
0: what? But then in She-Hulk, he's like Hulk all the So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Does he just choose to turn it on and off? Because he is like training her in She-Hulk. Yeah. And she seems more naturally adjusted because she's supposed to be like more like acrobatic. Yeah. Yeah. Because because she has like the slimmer build, even though she's still like a Hulk. So it's it's it's, it's cool. It's interesting. We'll see how it goes. It's Marvel, baby. But uh, let's real quick move into some DC stuff. DC has a few things going on. Not yeah. a lot, not as much as Marvel, but I think that's fine. They should take it slow. I think the biggest news is Dwayne The Rock
1: Johnson hinted that Henry Cavill is not Superman anymore. Which is boo-boo.
0: Yeah. Which I think is boo-boo. But...
1: I will say, it was unfair for all of you to boo him. DC picked the guy who would be like, hey, if he said this, like... At least it's coming from him just to say it, and everyone booed him. And I'm like, that's not his fault. He was just giving you guys the bad news. Yeah.
0: <laughs> boo boo butt, boo boo butt, but boo boo Yeah. Henry Shame. Cavill was a great Superman. Perfect casting. Super nerd too. I loved it. I mm-hmm. love the fact that he's a fucking nerd. I adore that. He's just like, yeah, I go home and I paint my Warcraft figures. Yeah. And then I go on my PC. Yeah, And then, yeah, I almost, and then I, I've read all the Witcher books. I, so I was just like, I fu- he's so cool. I almost <laughs> missed
1: the Superman audition because I was playing World of Warcraft in a raid.
0: I was just like, fuck you
1: guys. He was yeah, so cool. He was perfect.
0: I, I'm mad at you people.
1: Surpri- surprisingly, <laughs> I'm more excited about the animated movies for DC. Well, yeah.
0: Well, the animated movies have a great track record no matter yeah. what.
1: They're giving us uh, DC, the, the Doom in Gotham City. They're giving us um, War World. I'm excited for that. Talk about the thing you really want to talk about. Ruby just oh, yeah throwing know. that shit because uh-huh. the, the comic the comic <laughs> apparently let's like, well,
0: talk about the shit you want to talk about. The, uh, the comic
1: <laughs> apparently did well, so they're like let's let's fucking animate this.
0: You'll wash away the dismal days. My parents are dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabummer. Fucking majestic! Like Batman has kicked it with the Ninja Turtles and the Ruby Squad. <laughs> <laughs> that man is stressed.
1: I my theory is that they're pushing this movie because they're planning to add Ruby Rose to
0: multiverses and they want to like establish a clearer connection. We need more characters. You know LeBron coming. LeBron coming. LeBron's in like oh. the season one characters plan. Oh.
1: Move that over That shit
0: was such a joke People are like They could add LeBron Cause of spaceship, But we were all kidding Warner Brothers
1: Warner Brothers doesn't we fuck We were up. not
0: serious And they were like Nah but we is
1: See movie and TV Warner Brothers they, they're, they're fucked they're, I'm
0: kinda shocked Harry Potter Hasn't been announced For base roster Oh he's coming Considering How explosive Of Explosively popular it is
1: Yeah No just it's, it's Dobie
0: I, I feel bad. Yes, I feel bad for for Newt from Fantastic Beasts because Newt's kind of like the only redeeming quality of Fantastic yeah. Beasts, and Fantastic Beasts doesn't even use him as a good protagonist. He's like very background, but he's the most interesting thing about Fantastic Beasts. Oh, that's a shame. Because he's this big nerd that just wants to help preserve magical creatures. And you're like, oh, that's cool, and there's a lot to like about him. And they're just like, you yeah, fuck him though. Look at Grindelwald. Look at Dumbledore. Yeah, it's, no one cares. It's
1: more about the Wizarding World than the main character.
0: Yeah, and it sucks because he's he's an interesting character. If they, J.K. Rowling sucks at writing, and so, yeah, even when you're talking about the Harry Potter books, the things she's most successful for, there's there, we already talked about it. There's a lot of weird mm. racism. <laughs> harry potter and support for slavery somehow
1: oh I, i'll i'll be honest still i'm gonna play the fucking uh, hogwarts legacy game oh
0: yeah no matter it, it sucks that like no matter what they say it's like well you're still connected to jk because it's her creation yeah but at least she had no hand in making that yeah it at the very, at the very fucking least. least it sucks though yeah. because people adore that world also newt's a hufflepuff and i can't help but love that because i'm a hufflepuff he looks
1: like a hufflepuff
0: <laughs> so i'm just like god damn it bro they did you so foul they did you so foul newt because you deserve better justice for newt <laughs> justice for hufflepuffs in general for real wasn't it cedric a hufflepuff i think so and we have the least amount of dark wizards formed from any yeah. house. Yeah. Because we're just fucking nice. Yeah. But we'll fucking kill you if we have to. Don't fucking play with mm-hmm. us. <laughs> I'm a honey badger and I just don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, so DC, back to DC. Oh. Uh, we're getting the Shazam sequel. Yeah. So that's that looks interesting because Shazam is pretty good. Shazam is pretty good. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. And we're getting the Black Adam movie with Dwayne Drek Durack- Johnson. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck was that? Uh, Dwayne Drek Durack- Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think I think the Rock could pull Black Adam off. Oh, he's gonna be great. Uh, people people you know are mixed about it because it's you know it's the Rock and the Rock tends to play like the yeah, same yeah, character in every yeah, movie.
1: Yeah. And that's 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 But why. I think
0: that's just because he's been cast in such similar movies. Then they yeah. have like that Riverboat movie that's like based on a oh, fucking Disney ride. Book? Yo,
1: oh dude watch not, the movie not Jungle Cruise oh, oh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle no, Cruise no, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's not a fantastic movie, but I it's in it's in a it's it put it in your watch list.
0: Okay. It's a good ride. It's just one of it's those a, things are no. just like the rock in a jungle again with like expedition I haven't seen this movie, like, seven Dude. times before. <laughs> Dude, the best part is, like, fucking, like, it's like, oh, here's
1: my tragic backstory. And Metallica's like, dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> dun dun And you're oh, like, God, oh. I love to see it. <laughs> it's, surprisingly, they do a good job. It it doesn't hit the same mark that Pirates of the Caribbean hit. Of
0: course. But
1: you can tell that they shot for the stars but hit the moon. Okay. Like, it, it's a decent movie. I gotta give The Jungle Cruise a decent movie. Fair enough, fair I, enough. I, I will I'll say, give- Marilyn got mad at me when we first watched the movie because this is kind of fucked up. I'll admit it. I'm a little buzzed from the 40. You know, it's set in the olden times, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they're on a cr- cruise, right? And he's making jokes, and you have, like, a very diverse group of people on this boat, all in very fancy, rich clothing. And I was like that's that's not accurate unfortunately mm. uh, but I was like right it's a fucking kid's Disney film and I was like I know <laughs>
0: Google search would have helped all I'm saying. Google search would have helped. It's one of those things where it's like, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. Like yeah. You can, you can no, have I'm... that sense of like suspension. But once you've noticed it, it's hard to <laughs> yeah. not it notice. Was,
1: it was like, what a, like someone was like, oh my. And they had like a bunch of money. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you. But for some reason, I'm just like, I, I don't know. This sounds way worse than I may, mean it to sound. Am I? I'm not racist, right? <laughs> Ryan, I'm not racist, right? <laughs> I'm just like history. <laughs> I mean, like if they want like to, to make, it accurate, f-
0: make it accurate, make it accurate. Make it accurate. Don't put the fellas in the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> they would not be allowed on that boat. A hundred percent. I probably would have said the same thing. I'd be like, they wouldn't let them niggas on that boat. See, that's why I was like, <laughs> I was
1: like sharing it with you because I was just like, Kyle will appreciate the humor. I would have said that. But I now I'm like audibly, the viewers. I would have <laughs> audibly
0: said that when I saw, I would have been like, they wouldn't have let them niggas on that boat. Question, <laughs> we say the
1: same joke. We say the same joke because you are black. It's funnier though, right?
0: It's the experience. It's because yeah. I live it. I
1: shouldn't make these jokes because it's, I'm white.
0: It's my life. Guess yeah. what?
1: This was a lesson to everybody.
0: <laughs> I hate this nigga. Fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, DC got some stuff in the works. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see. And I know like they had like a big like trailer thing come out like a few months ago that was like it showed Black Bolt and it showed um what's the name? Doctor Fate? hmm Yeah, so we know Doctor Fate is coming. That's interesting. Yeah, Doctor Fate's gonna be fun. Fate's a cool guy. They're bringing the Hawks in. I mean, he's not a cool guy, but he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I (laughs) I love me some Dr. Fate. I hate me some Dr. Fate sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Exactly. It depends on who dons the helmet. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Yeah, and the Hawks are coming. The Hawks. They had to. They're bringing Captain Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll we'll see how DC does as they move into this stuff going forward. Do you think they're going to release the Flash movie? I don't know at this point. Yeah. I don't even know if I want it I don't, at this point. I'm not going to watch it. Ezra Miller has assaulted people, ass, ass, uh, allegedly like kidnapped people. The,
1: I was hearing someone once say, like, what if they edit him out of the movie, and then it was brought up that he's like six characters in the movie. He's
0: six characters? Well, he's like three or four flashes. God. Just scrap it. Cut your losses and release a Flash movie a few years later. Just, uh, I lo- Find a reason to not have him around and just release a Flash movie I, like three I years later. I love
1: Barry Allen, but just fucking just go to Wally West. Just move on. Please. I was excited to see Barry Allen on TV, on movie. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean TV. I didn't care about the Flash show. But um, Ezra, Ezra fumbled the he bag. He fumbled the bag and fuck it. Fuck it. Just move on. Just cut it. Move on.
0: He fumbled the bag, bro. We'll see how DC handles things. Um, they've been doing better. They've slowly been getting better. They've had some hiccups. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you, Ryan. Um, after, for going back to Marvel real quick. After they do the multiverse saga, do you think they're gonna try to do something else after that? Are they gonna try to do another? saga? Oh, they're saga? gonna
1: try and do another saga. Will it work? Can we'll they see.
0: really do anything after Secret Wars? Though is what I'm thinking.
1: They could reset the universe.
0: I would hate that. That's when I would jump off. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be mean, like, "All right, I'm good. Y'all be good now. <laughs> We're gonna recast everyone and do it again." No, if it, if it goes well, and they end it at Secret Wars, I think I could live with myself. I think I think if they ended it at inf- at Endgame, I would. Sleep so comfortably at night. Yeah. There'd be stuff I would like to have, would have had more of. Like, I mean, I wish Black Panther had some more time. Yeah. But you but- know what? If they concluded it there, I'd be like, well, that was a nice conclusion to yeah, wrap everything up. It about. worked. Cool. But they chose to continue. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. We'll have like three more phases. Because I was thinking, I'm like, damn, Multiverse Saga, where the fuck can they actually go from here? Yeah. Are they going to fight the fucking Celestials? Probably actually yeah the celestial saga yeah was eternals oh. only made to set up the celestials by the way cuz they kind of don't fucking fit anywhere in phase 4
1: um that's <laughs> they could do celestials because um one of my theories about um deadpool is i think deadpool 3 is one of those hidden movies and i think he's going to end up falling through a portal and like we're going to unfortunately say goodbye to maybe some of the cast of the deadpool movie hopefully zazie beats That's and gonna josh say, brolin come zazie in beats. i want them to fall <laughs> okay. I, I at least just want those three to fall into a wormhole and then um end up in the mcu mm-hmm. and you know get introduced to that universe as x-men all that stuff but i feel like it would be fun if they added they put death into the mcu mm-hmm. and guess what same actress who played vanessa so, guess what? Deadpool falls in love with her.
0: Okay. That is, okay. See, if they did something based around that, I'd be like, I could live with that because you got the Celestials you got Death. That's that's something like, mm. I can see being bigger yeah. than the multiverse because it's like the whole creation of everything. Yeah. So, we'll see how it goes. Because I was like, damn, can they really do it? But even then, they, they could have a basis. It'd be like, could they pull it off? Yeah. Could they pull it off? Because <laughs> like, we don't even know if they're going to pull this multiverse saga stuff off. Yeah,
1: we'll see what happens. Yeah. A lot of those are blocked out. I'm sure some of those spaces were like, we're going to put
0: a movie there. We'll figure it out when we get there. Don't worry about it. Don't even trip. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. But we'll see. But, um, you know, we'll go back to some things. You want know to some-
1: you wanna jump into music and keep it
0: rolling real quick? Uh, well, do we have something else? Well, we still have one last thing to talk about. We're- revolving around the Marvel DC mm. uh, you know something robotic and I'm not talking Ultra. I'm talking bots oh yes so you know what you tell the story uh, <laughs> recently it seems to have been revealed that during the whole campaign Ryan's peeing by the way during the whole campaign for uh, the release of Snyder Cut you know the supposed grassroots movement for zack snyder to have his vision of what he wanted justice league to be uh before he was pushed out and joss whedon finished it as a, a made and completed film which we did eventually get we did get the snyder cut dream memes become dreams become reality we got our four hour long snyder cut and it was surprisingly pretty solid i thought I always thought Justice League was a fun movie, but it wasn't like a great movie. Snyder Cut was a pretty solid movie, it was pretty good, it was pretty up there. I was like, you know what, it's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, it's no The Batman, but it was really fun, uh, and it was a good movie. But it seems to have come out that a lot of the, the campaign stuff going on for the Snyder Cut online was made by a good percentage of bots so that's caused a lot of controversy because it seems like this supposed movement of a bunch of people wanting this cut of the movie might have been generated to build up press to force warner bros and the letting Zack snyder do this movie and it's even supposedly uh said or claimed that Zack snyder was in on it He was using it to pressure Warner Bros. and letting him. He's innocent. Do the Snyder Cut? No, he's not. Zack Snyder. Well, Zack Snyder (laughs) has denied it. There's nothing confirming that he did this. If he did, it is pretty scummy. Uh, Very scummy. But nothing is confirmed of if he did or not. So I don't wanna. I don't wanna say if he did or he didn't. I'm just saying it's. It's been said, and he's denied it. Now, the percentage of bots. How much was it? 13? This whole thing makes it seem like it was a lot, but yeah, it it, it it was 13%. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot because that leaves like 87% of the movement being actual people wanting this Snyder Cut, which is actually a lot, but you have to take into account yeah. that normally uh, it seems that a lot of like bot related things like this, usually only the bots only have like about 5%. Five to seven percent of uh what is actually like compared to like real people so that's almost double for the if that's true if it is indeed like 13 percent, even though that's still not a lot that's a lot more bots than normal which means this was pop this probably was very intentional yeah and it, it it does make Snyder look bad if he was in on it using this to pressure Warner Bros. I'll
1: I'll be honest. I see this being um, like I love him as an actor, but um, I feel like if it was anyone, it would be more Ray Fisher's doing than it is Zack Snyder's. Mm. Mm, okay. And I wouldn't blame him for it.
0: No, after everything he went through on that set. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the, the, let's say this, the Snyder Cut had a lot more Cyborg. A oh. hell of a lot more. He was <laughs> oh he was God. even he was way a... more
0: important to the plot. He was crucial. To... He was more important than Superman. Superman was just their ace in the hole. They're like, we yeah, need a power guy. Cyborg was crucial to the plot. He was like the heart of the plot at that point. Yeah.
1: Which is kind of what made me like it more.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the Snyder Cut in general is just better. Yeah. As long as hell, it's better. <laughs> like, S- Snyder
1: Cut would have been cool As a, as a series like Yes, a six episodes series Even the
0: way he like films it There's like chapters yeah. to it So it kind of has that vibe Yeah but it's long as hell If you sit down and watch it strap in It's four hours <laughs> like, But it was good It was really good uh, But yeah so we don't know Anything is 100% confirmed or not As yeah. of this recording Or at least as of our research of this We don't know if anything is like 100% but yeah, shady shit going on in the background when it comes to when it comes to the Snyder Cut movement. We'll see how it goes. Uh, release the the true Morbius cut, by the way. <laughs> Just play. No. I'm fucking. I'm so. Intriguing. Kidding. Don't release. I you don't think release. it has something to do with Spider Man. So when Sonny was like, "Oh, you guys liked Morbius? Oh, it was Morbid time. we're putting it back." I nah, don't... nigga, you fell for the joke
1: i i know this joke has been played out to shit now but i i i don't care i'm gonna bring it up still i love that people tried to petition it again and said bring Morbius back to theaters we were busy busy that weekend
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious imagine if they did it a third time oh my god i don't like sony you are folding yourselves i
1: i don't know if it is the first but it is one of the first movies to bomb twice History. They make hundreds of thousands of dollars the second time. Ah! Ah! And I guarantee you it it's all from people who are like, walking in like, it's Morbid time! <laughs> like... yeah, <just>
0: full on <laughs> joking. You know your movie's bad when Minions Rise of Groove made more money than you. Oh my god. But... <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 DC, that's Marvel. So the last thing we're going to touch on, it won't be super long because I might do a drink tasting on it because this album very good hey
1: if if it's really good you should
0: you know what you're right right yeah it'll be a minute because i still have to do my dragon quest what's in the brew i was tired i didn't end up doing it Yeah. But it'll it'll come up. It'll give, come up. Give us a taste of the tasting. Why don't okay. you? So here's a little taste. Uh,
1: it's like when you sniff the wine before. You
0: recently, <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: call these Kyle's sniffers when he's teasing his tasting. Don't
0: say that. <laughs> I'm don't calling Kyle it that. Say, that sounds so weird.
1: Hiccup sniff ups.
0: Please stop. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
1: a little line for your time.
0: Nigga. <laughs> But, um, I listened to recently Joey Badass, you know, if you're not familiar with Joey Badass, he's a rapper, he's been around in the game for at least 10 years, probably even longer than that, a little longer than that. Uh, he released a new album, he hasn't released an album in a while, I think the last time he released an album it was, uh, All American Badass, which is a great album by the way. He fucking nailed that too. Uh... He released his new album 2000, which is the follow-up to a classic project he did 1999. Oh, I've, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I think like either last episode or the episode before that. I was super hyped. Joey Badass is one of my favorite rappers. He Like, hands down. I really, really, really like Joey Badass. And uh, so I was excited for 2000. It was supposed to come out earlier this month. It got delayed due to sampling issues. A lot of people were like, trying to like bring up this make this rumor kind of spread that like oh we only did it because Drake surprise dropped an album you didn't want to compete with that. First of all that Drake album didn't do well. So <laughs> why would he do that? Even even though I don't even think that Drake album was that bad, it wasn't that great either.
1: It but, unfortunately released at the same time as Bad Bunnies which fucking Yeah. Blew and it and out then of the water. a little
0: after that Beyonce dropped a house themed song and everyone was like, Man, fuck that Drake album <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Drake got his ass whooped, so I don't think Joey Badass fucking cared. I think it yeah. really was a sampling issue. Sounds like it. As to so why he couldn't drop his album. So it got pushed back, but it came out July 22nd. It is very fucking good. It's definitely going to be one of those classics of the year. I can't tell you where it is in my top 10. It's in my top 10 because I loved it. Uh, it dro- The day it dropped, I listened to that shit like three times in a row. It was, it was good, bro. It is real good. If you love, like, that classic kind of... And he's our age. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, like, a year younger than us. He was born in January 20th, 1995. Damn. So... We're behind. (laughs) Yeah, his last album, All-American Badass, All-American, the American Spell with 3Ks, you know what it is, Uh, (laughs) released in 2017. So been a good few years it's been about five years since joey dropped the album and then the fall it's the follow-up to 1999 1999 came out in 2012 so it's been it's been 10 years damn that's between, pretty cool though that was his first big project that was like that was what really blew him up was 1999 so to have that follow-up is really cool the cover art's really cool it's reminiscent of 1999 and the album has that classic 90s feel so if you're into that 90s kind of new york uh themed hip-hop rap music you're gonna really like this album. Joey has a lot of charisma going on when it comes to that '90s feel. Even the videos he made, the made for the for the album, I believe it's a uh, called uh, "Where I Belong" in zip codes. I believe are the two albums are the two singles from the album. Uh, the videos even look like kind of like an old school hip hop music video. So it, it it it's cool, bro. It has a cool vibe. All the songs hit uh, real quick just to go over the tracklist, so I could sh- uh, just go over briefly what songs I really enjoyed the most. Uh, the baddest featuring P Diddy. P Diddy uh, essentially like intros him, so that was really Shit. cool. Yeah, where I belong was one of the music videos he released uh, a few months ago. Very good video. Uh, brand new 911 featuring Westside Gun is definitely one of the highlights of the album that something about that song is fucking just the sound of it the lyrics the flow it's fucking killer i love that shit eulogy was cool zip go zip codes is the other video uh really like that one show me was cool uh head high that was like one of the first singles he released Survival's Guild. Survivor's Guild is a very good track. It's uh, a dedication and like a. Uh, it's, it's definitely about uh, his his boy Capital Steez. Capital Steez. If you don't know who he is, cause if you're not big on Joy Badass, Capital Steez and Joy Badass pretty much came up together. That was like his best friend. That was mm. his boy. Capital Steez is a, uh, pretty popular in the music scene too. He can spit arguably early in the career. Capital Steez is definitely like the guy. And he ended up committing suicide like a, a while back. is is a while back ago, and so Survival's Guild, Survivors Guild, is a song about him because it shook Joey up. Clearly, like you know, long ago, yeah. that was they were tight. They were like tight, tight, best, best friends. So yeah, he committed suicide. Uh, you know, he had a lot of mental health issues that he did bring up too. So you know, it's sad that that happened, and it's nice that he brought that up. And I believe he dropped the single for Survivor's Guild. It was shortly before the album dropped. I think it was on Steve's birthday, too. So there's that. That's the second to last track. Uh, went to, written in the Stars is the closing track. Has a very, like, beautiful, conclusive feel. It, it feels like a song where you're looking back and you're just like, Yeah, bro. Like, we made it. We did this shit. This is like, it feels kind of like a victory lap kind of album for Joey. Like, mm. he's he's in his bag. He's in the pocket. He's feeling himself. The beats are smooth. Like I said, it has this very 90s feel and aesthetic. And it's just clean, bro. I'm probably going to listen to it again tonight. Very, very good. It's definitely in my top 10. I don't know where it's placed. We're we're, we're halfway through the year. We still got some stuff coming out. I don't know if Chance is releasing an album or not. He might be. Uh, I don't know if Starline Gallery is coming out this year or next year. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh... Coming out in August is Danger Mouse in Black Thought's album, Cheat Codes. So, you know, that's going to be godly. Released a couple of singles off of that already. Joey featured on one of those singles. Oh. That that's cool. Uh, if you don't know who Danger Mouse is, uh, he's a very popular producer and musician in the hip-hop world. In the music industry in general. He was the other half of Gnarles Barkley, in fact. So that's probably where a lot of people know him from. Yeah. And Black Thought i've already talked about black thought on the podcast enough you should know who it yeah. is the mc of the roots one of the goats one is the greatest to ever grace a mic so you know them collaborating is gonna be some fire shit i'm so excited for that black thought is my favorite rapper of all time he is a true mc so I'm, I'm looking forward to that but joey joey's up there bro i might i might already be able to say joey's definitely top five albums for me this year he did his thing i'm glad he finally released a project it's been so long uh i was i was super hyped my mom was and i were super hyped we were both listening to it on repeat the day it came out we were talking about it i'm so excited to see what's to come from he does his thing bro he's i think i think he's still kind of underrated without even being underrated don't sleep on him bro don't sleep on him check him out so i might do a full drink tasting on the album go track by track because the album's not super long it's 14 tracks oh perfect the album's runtime total i think is like 58 minutes so it's a uh, solid it's, album so we can get into that and talk about it when it's time to talk about it but that's gonna be it for that for now and that's gonna wrap up the episode uh, it's been like two and a half hours This is a longer episode But we, we went into it knowing it was going to be A yeah, longer episode a lot happened Yeah, a lot happened, a lot of information And we wanted to There's talk There's
1: definitely stuff that we kind of skimmed over
0: too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 100% But um, yeah, don't expect longer episodes again We just had to get the extra out That's why this one's a little thicker uh, Thick Thick with two C's like when uh fucking haku
2: extra thick
0: you know (laughs) but uh this is fun this is a good time but that's gonna wrap it up uh expect the dragon quest what's in the brew to come out the friday after this finally i'll do it like i said i was tired and i didn't want to if i i knew if i got drunk i would go to sleep i (laughs) i'd be like i got no energy to rant about shit right now But expect the Dragon Quest What's in the Brew to come out. Uh, What exactly is it about? It's about me going over the misconceptions of Dragon Quest Die. What people are... uh, The themes that people are missing from Dragon Quest Die. And a lot of the character motivations that are missing. I see a lot of people complaining about certain characters doing certain actions. But I'm like, but it fits their characters. And also, I think people always miss the fact that those characters are children. Yeah. Like uh, one character in particular, Mom, Mem, who's like the you know the 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 lead one of the lead uh, female protagonists of the group. I like to refer to her as uh, what Sakura should have been, because <laughs> uh, she even goes in there using like fucking martial arts, like just straight bare hands. I'm just like, damn, she's just better Sakura. Damn. This is- and it came out before Naruto. I'm like, damn, Kishimoto, you had a blueprint and you couldn't even follow it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know how to write them. Oh man, but uh, there's there's something that Mam um, does. I won't spoil it. I'll spoil it in the what's in the brew because we got to talk about it. Because I know a lot of people are like, I'm just like, okay, but Mam's like 15. <laughs> like, so I, I, have to bring it up. I'm just like, you niggas is weird. Mam is a child. It makes sense for her character to kind of be conflicted in this aspect. Mm. Also, you niggas is weird because of, there's a lot of shit. People like question Dai as a hero. Like, what a stupid decision to make. He's supposed to be the hero. Dai is 12. Die is 12 years old. <laughs> like. They're
1: just used to 14 year olds acting like 22 year olds. Like, nigga, these are children.
0: Like, I don't care how strong they've gotten. These are kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it also fit a lot of Dai's actions while they, he does make mistakes because of certain decisions. He always makes up for them. And also, it just makes sense for his character for several reasons. Not just his age. There's a lot of other aspects about his character, both, like, outside of the story in in lore of the story. That just make it, like, okay, that makes sense why he would do that. And yeah. it's already kind of been explained. So what are you guys talking about? Yeah. You as a grown man wouldn't make that decision because you're a grown fucking man. You understand that's a dumb decision. Dai is 12. I am 16 years older than Die. <laughs> I understand why Dai is making dumb choices. If I was 12, I'd probably do the same thing. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the meat of that. That's going to be fun. Uh... But that's it. That's going to cover the podcast this week, you guys. Episode 111, Extra Theic. Extra Theic. Freshly delivered to you. But I am Hiccup, and I was joined by Days for another exciting episode. Yes. And stand by, because next time is episode 112. What are we going to be talking about? Well,
1: Kyle's going to finally tell me about the time he was in college and he got caught looking at Genkai Rule 34 on his laptop.
0: That did not happen.
1: He's gonna tell all about it. That, that, that Oh
0: man, I'm so excited to hear this talk. Genkai. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. You know what would have been more b- believable if you said Shizuru? <laughs> after I after I already said, that's the waifu, bro. You're trying to save
1: face, you're trying to save face. No, I've already well
0: established that oh, yeah. Shizuru is my waifu. You you, you almost had it, oh, you no, almost had it. No, it's Genkai. Ain't nobody looking up no Genkai. Oh, like, anymore. like
1: old Genkai.
0: Nah, bro. Yeah. You got me fucked you up. You got that
1: spirit wave going across I you, man.
0: This nigga's odd, bro. <laughs> like, I'm Ulrich, like- boy. Like all white people. I believe you. Get lost in my bed. <laughs> we're gonna close out, guys. Much love to you. Thank you for tuning in to Forty on Fridays podcast. Rate
1: five stars, like, comment, listen, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your therapist. Uh, tell me. Um uh, You know. Find me.
0: Yeah. And if this podcast gets five
1: thousand likes, we'll drop it down to bag. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna give a giveaway. 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 A PlayStation Five.
0: Hell no. Nah, to even have me. I want five. one. Yeah,
1: please.
2: Donate
0: me, Give it to I'll me. <laughs> <up. ahead. laughs> all right, all right, all right. Good night, y'all. Much love. Okay, now someone told me when it's coming. That I could be your plushy cut in love with you or something. A weighty blanket, sipping chocolate neck a crunchy get cozy, my story what we watching i know that you ain't want to start the combo i see the way you look at me the fireworks inside You be red cheese roasted my marshmallows how I feel this night But does he need why kok up, aku up,
2: I'm like you a-